And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, friends, connoisseurs of fantasy and curiosity seekers. Here we are once, uh, once more. Um, we do have a few things to cover, although I'm going to be uh, pretty brief tonight. I hope the evening finds everyone watching well. Um, Eldritch Foundry continues to be with us. Yay! So yeah. Continuing to continuing to generate extra figure, uh, excellent figurines and extra figurines. Um, and tonight I am determined. I have multiple notes up here that I'm not going to forget the frickin' trivia question. Uh, so, in fact, I have a mini surprise, and I'm going to try to make that up to you. Um, other than that, tonight we are... Tonight is our last vignette, so we're going to have the first part of the session like normal, like we've been doing. Then we're going to have the last the last vignette, and that'll be a surprise for who that is. And so we're almost done, y'all, with the crazy timey-wimey stuff, which I'm sure the players will be quite grateful for, so you don't have to keep track of what level you were, if you had damage during this thing, or all of that. But I think, I think when it all weaves together, it will have been worth it. And because of what happened last time, because <laughs> of what happened last time, Donnie, and y'all's reaction to it, and well done, Saving Marcus, by the way. Thanks, um, buddy. Love you guys. Welcome to the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome Welcome to Germentum. Uh, it usually doesn't happen. Sorry. Place of place of dreams. Um, there's a bit of, there's a little crisis going on. So uh, to, uh, to, actually, let's do the, because that, that's going to just roll right in. So let's go ahead and uh, hit a journal entry first. Yeah. Candle of Tales. Yay, candle of, candle of Tales. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. explode on me again. Help me. It did not spark. Good way. Not yet. No journal wax this time. <gasps> oh, yeah. No. And Sarah's kiss. What viciousness would compel a being to use this against another? I know war is upon us, this is obvious, but so quickly do words flee and escape mouths to threaten and kill. A war to enslave again, to go backwards, having the threat of healing? Such stupidity. It makes little sense to me. I wish there was a world where this was not possible. I hope for a world of freedom. I'm beyond thankful to have the help of the Kithki healers, but not glad for the attempt at Marcus's life. They're safe for now, Marcus and his family, but the rounding up of the 12th lighters will cause a chaos within Juramentum that hasn't been seen before. But it seems we have a traitor or a spy in our midst. I fear for what will become of Juramentum. I fear for Livia and the paths that she might have to take to save the city from a coming doom that we may not be able to escape from. Death is now at our doorstep, whether we like it or not, we need to act. Mm. There you, there we have it. Um, so at the end, uh, chronologically anyway, toward the toward the end of the last session, you had rolled, uh, Donnie, to see how normal, you know, how well normality continued during uh, this, during this uh, during this incredible, yeah, this 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 uh, you know incredibly <laughs> important day, arguably the most important day for the Kithki, anyway of Awakening, which is a little bit past the middle of uh, the moon of Tawai, which would be rough, roughly our, our March, mm-hmm. so the beginning, of, uh, the beginning of spring. And because you rolled a 20, 
which is a, you know, as well as you could possibly have done. Basically, the Kithki portion of it goes down, and so these events that are happening that Aniko, um, via Catherine's journal, refers to are going to unfold somewhat uh, or perhaps even substantially differently than they than they would have because there are a lot of variables that aren't happening. Thank God they're well-trained. Because <laughs> they are well-trained. Um, so I believe we left you at the healing hall. Uh, I was leaving the healing hall. I set up a decory with Nalishli at the gate that goes out to the bonfire. Also decory at the Fisherman's Cove for the West Gate. And Okay. Rutilius was in charge of rounding up all the 12 fighters, and me and Mirik are just there with other Mirabadons watching over Marcus. You had also... And had the rest of the Polixians are being escorted to the keep. To right, keep to the keep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's Aurelius is leading that. And you... Uh, Italian. Uh, yeah, second... Uh, and I still have a baby. And you still have a baby. Hold um, on. Yep. Uh, He's second, still asleep. Uh, <laughs> second, second Sergeant Emilius. Yep. Uh, the best, best sword in German. He's earning experience. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's earning experience. He's trying he's trying to just finish the level. You know, he's trying to get that twenty. Yep. Uh, finally. <laughs> um, so initially, you're at the main gate. Then, right now. Yeah, was I at the main gate? Uh, yeah, I wanted to see if you could keep an eye out for anything until. It was they the were... main gate, though. It wasn't the. Yeah, it was the gate that leads out to the bonfire. Okay. That one. All right. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, see, so you're staring at Figulus Nais's hut. Okay. Cool. Yep. Over there. Any... So I figured that you three would meet up, and then we'd all watch out for the camera, baby, because your uh, your character sheet will show up, and then Ooh. and then they'll know <gasps> your. Well, know your secrets. Know your secrets. She has a last name. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, That's man. the only character sheet I worry about. It's the only it's the, it's the only custom class. Sweet. So, okay, so you you fall in. So you're heading, not officially, but I mean, there's nobody there who's going to tell you no. So you're kind of unofficially heading, as a, you know, recognized chosen of the city and part of Lord Titus's fellowship. You're with that decury, and you're. Is there anything in particular that you want to do at the gate? Um, can I ask where we are right now? How long before or after was our um, American my six experience? Days. That will be six days in the future. In the future, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good to know. Like All right. I said this will be the very last. <laughs> this yeah. will be the last session where you have to mess with that tomfoolery. Um, I think at this point um, there is more of just a. Uh, an ease, I think, that I feel around this area that's not so much every, it doesn't really feel foreign to me because Figulus's hut is in eyesight. Right. I know the cove that's, the uh, grove that's over there. So mm-hmm. I almost feel like I would just be like slicing the air with my weapon or fooling around. the air, okay. Yeah. Both players aren't going to run through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, you do have a moment uh, make, a, make an insight check. I think this is going to hit her at some point, but I want to see where it's at. This one's at minus two. 18. 18, wow, okay. So, even as you're cutting air, as you're, you know, moving through, and without even thinking about it, you're probably moving through a kata, honestly, through a through a, a, a ritual series of motions that just come to you that some priestess perfected, some priestess guardian perfected, you know, decades or centuries ago. It's moving through the weapon, or or I feel it as I'm wielding the weapon. You more the latter. You you're not quite to where the weapon is an extension of yourself, but you're getting there, mm-hmm. and that's going to be probably pretty soon for for you, depending on what you choose in your you know character character progression. 
So as you're as you're there, a very simple thought occurs to you that unlike every other time that you've practiced and trained and run through, you're currently facing east and not west or south. You're currently blocking people from leaving the city and not from coming in. Mm-hmm. And so is this decury. Take that for take that for what it is. All right, so that's going on. Um, you didn't have one of the fellowship in charge of the um, the smaller gate around the docks and fish. No, no, I didn't. Okay. Nope. Okay. Well, that's close to the keep, so that's you know plenty of plenty of myrmidon there. All right. Boom. Boom. And then uh, where was the third decury that you had sent out? Was there a third one? Uh, to protect. To find his family to bring him to the keep. Okay. And that's like on Rutilius' charge. Oh no, Rutilius was rounding them up. The other he, he was running them out, and you had yep. asked Rutilius to make a, to make a. Um, Sweet for the twelve layers. Uh, We're off to find the kids. A list. Yes. Mm-hmm. The two of you um, are also off to find the kids. Randy, roll for your family, and I want to see if they went with the kith gear if they stayed inside of the town. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. So, in your absence, Servilia actually has the strongest personality. Mm. She, she waffles, but she decides in the end that uh, without you there, that it's safer to stay in the city. So she does not, even though they do participate all the way through uh, the procession, all the way through the town, mm-hmm. she stopped them at the gate, and she did not go outside. So that enables the uh, Wesa and Katrin to, you find them relatively easily. You know, you know that they're, if they had continued with the procession at this point, the procession is through the gate, mm-hmm. which makes your job, militially, more difficult, and you're, you're having to, like, really focus and watch, because as people start flowing through, it's hundreds and hundreds of, of Kithki. Now, you know that, um, I think you know, maybe instinctively, if anything else, that there aren't any 12th lighters that are also Kithki, so you're not, you just are dismissing the Kithki. You're not worried about them. You're watching humans as they come through the gate. But um, still a lot of, a, a lot more activity, of course, than would be there on a typical day. Would I... Um... It's your birthday. <laughs> That's true, too. This yeah, is the day that you erupted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Look at you go. Three candles. Yeah. You're not going to light those. That's true. You only killed two people on your birthday. You know? Sorry, it's not. Did you change lights over here? No. Day is still yet. That's funny. Yeah. That day ain't over yet. Um, I'm wondering if, as point, I'm seeing like these humans walking through, if I am feel like if I can feel any kind of sense of like if they're hiding something or not hiding something. Like, is anyone standing out to me? Um. Make uh, either a perception or an investigation roll. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have lots of energy. Let's do... Probably investigation. Investigation is a better one for me. That's 16. 16? <laughs> yeah. You're keeping a pretty close eye, and unless someone is being very careful and deliberate, you're you're pretty sure that there's... Nobody going through the main gate. Also, you're still not super familiar with humans, but it seems to you that it would be kind of crazy for you to just, uh, <laughs> for you to have 
uh, for you to have a situation where they're they're just traipsing through, mm. you know, and without a care in the world, It'd be a little weird. Um, all right. So the two the two ladies on the on the Colin Fruit side of the table. Oh <laughs> As opposed to the Arpo. I love it. Uh, what do y'all do when you get to the gate and you see this, you know, massive, massive clanging, clapping, cheering procession? You're catching the end of it because they're starting to, they're starting to filter on along and up toward the bonfire. Mm. Uh, treats. Who wants some treats? Oh yeah, yeah. They they turn around and you uh, actually probably both of you at rough, roughly the same time you spot uh, most of Marcus's family so it's that's saying something I mean they're good there are about twenty of them over there all told uh, hanging out near the on the inside of the gate near the barracks looking around almost like they don't they're not really exactly sure what to do mm. I think I'm gonna grab your hand uh, Wesa and point to over where they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna pull her and run towards them. Okay. Um, oh wait, what's up now? Servilia, as you, as you come and she kind of, she sees you running. She recognizes you, of course, from the, from the diaspora up from Pollux, but she sees your the urgency and instinctively puts, uh, puts the smaller kids behind her. Her thin husband nonetheless come, uh, comes up to her side, and I believe uh, your older brother was there as well. Servilius was there as well, right? I, I told uh, I told Servilia to just buy them treats. She took them off. I don't know where Servilia or Servilius was. Right. I think he st- he probably would have he probably would have stayed with them. So the three his three brother uh, three si- siblings or two siblings and st- and uh, sibling in law, I guess, <laughs> uh, um, are there. What's going on now? Um. Lord Titus uh, requested for y'all to come to the um, to the keep. What? It's nothing weird. We just need all of y'all to come with us. Nothing to fear. Just we'll have some treats together. Be together. It's important. Uh, make a persuasion check. She looks at you suspiciously. Oh boy. It's okay. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Where's my brother? <laughs> he is... I can show you. He's in the healing hall. He just gives you a terse nod. And stick close. Starts going back to the healing hall. Yeah, and then she'll walk up. Okay. Follow. The streets are basically deserted right now. Okay. You have hundreds of Kithki. Uh, I mean, the better part of it actually more like probably a thousand of them god um who have streamed out of the kithki quarters and then most of the humans many humans have either gone with them or they're or they're giving the kithki uh, procession a wide berth so either way it's an empty street can i make a perception check just to see if there's any anything that why i would have to like that i would that would be weird or out of place right now it's a tall order, but yeah, you can, okay. you, can you can try it. Tall order, huh? I will roll. I will roll for you. Ooh. Ooh. I will roll for you. Oh. <coughs> uh, Spooky. What's your perception plus? Uh, that would be a plus four. Okay. 
you look around, you give it, uh, you're not hurried. Mm-hmm. You know these streets. You've been going up and down this particular section literally your entire life. So you're, you're well aware of what it should look like. Mm-hmm. Your brain, that magnificent mind of yours, catalogs. And you do something you may never have done before, Katrin, which is you take what the street looks like, should look like, and you pull that perfect image up in your mind, which, of course, your character doesn't have the word computer, but it's an almost computer-like fidelity to it. And then you're quickly scanning and running through. You feel her doing something mm-hmm. as she's looking and she's parsing these things out, almost like she's tapping into the Eternal River, but still more present than that. Mm-hmm. And you pull away and you don't find a discrepancy okay. of note. Okay. Because you know what awakening should look like as well. Okay. Is, is this for like his four kids and their kids, or is it like is it the whole crew? It's it's. There, it's the whole crew. It's the whole crew. Yeah. Okay. Even even some of the people who aren't his aren't related to him by blood, but are he calls them his kith now. Got it. And they've basically come on come on into the extended Pollux Pollux family. Got it. Oh so, yeah. Maybe I would let you lead to the healing hall and I stay behind the crew. Like oh. Rear them. Oh, okay. So are you? So you're gonna try to you're gonna try to keep some of the family there or some of the kith there. No, I, we're all we're all gonna go, but okay. I'm just gonna rear it. I'm gonna be the. You're gonna be the caboose. Got it. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Uh. So yes, Randy. So you get to you get to the healing hall, and uh, you hear, oh fuck's sake. And uh, his sister, his, his, you know, tough as nail, strong old sister runs in, kind of dragging her, uh, her husband behind her. What? What? And his older brother lumbers, lumbers over there as well. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. He's, what happened? What happened to you? And there's a little shade of... You can hear a little shade of Marcus's mother-in-law, who, thankfully, through all of this, she was worn out by the by the morning activities, and she's snoozing somewhere nearby. Oh, thank God. Wonderful. Otherwise, you'd... Oh, <laughs> yeah, as you guys approach, and I'm standing outside, I see Catherine, I'm I said the keep. I'm sorry. It's I didn't okay. know how to get them. It's on. fine. We'll get We'll figure it out. Do you, do you approach them, or do you just kind of let, let uh, them play themselves? Yeah, out? some of them go, and I do want to make an, kind of like a... Announcement: be like, We're all going to the keep. Do not worry about Marcus. He's feeling a lot better. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. Yes, that's what I said. Mm. <laughs> he's he's out dead. He is. He's fine. He's in the greatest hands of healing. That on this he's resting. He'll be fine. She glares at you. She's he's taking a nap, as Sergeant Mayor said. Uh, as I as I promised, Donnie, she's we're not there yet, but she's about three sentences away from challenging your dignitas. Hmm. Fair enough. This is a fear. By the way, when she this is a fierce woman. There is no fear in her heart. If anything, she's become even more determined since her near death in the uh, in the in the bogs in the boglands. That makes sense. So. She looks at you, but then she looks looks back at him. I ain't leaving him. Fine, you can stay. But for the safety of the rest of your family, I'm going to escort you to the keep. There's been a situation. 
Marcus can't be more secure than he could be anywhere else than here right now. I will explain everything once we arrive at the keep. Make a persuasion check. I lean over the Alconda. Uh, 15. Perhaps we bring Marcus to the keep. Just to keep. I don't want to interrupt whatever of him being healed. You're saying I can stay here then? You can stay uh, for the safety of the rest of your party, and I'll have Sergeant Merrick stay behind with you. There's two fronts. I'm gonna. You have my word, your family will be safe. And so will Marcus. Make a perception. Uh, both of you make a perception check. Perception? Yeah, gross. gross. We love perception. 15 minus 1, 14. Uh, 14. Okay, so you mutter. She do, She doesn't say it. She doesn't say it very. Yeah. How often is that going to happen? Right. No. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't say it very loudly, but you hear her mutter that before. When you yeah. And I hear that. Uh, you do. You catch it as she's turning away, and she's probably not for me. And then turn. And I'll okay. Start excluding the family, but at very sternly. She watches you, and. Just before we're about in a situation where she could potentially degrade your dignitas or you would have to slap her down, she relents, or at least doesn't say anything. Okay. I and I, that one, yeah. no. <laughs> I remember I, I just um, both for the uh, for the audience and for the player, not to put too fine a point of it, but Pollux, which she was born and bred in, has no patricians. Mm-hmm. So you are literally a species of human, so a cast of human that she does not know how to appropriately interact with. Fair enough. Um, so you, yeah, you go out, and obviously the children are beside themselves as they're as they're out there. No, no, it's okay though. It's okay. Her her husband says he's he's a tough one. That is, he's he's tough, and he's he's in the hands of Thorn. He is. He talks about it all the time about path laid and whatnot. And so we're we're just we're just gonna take this path that's laid and. <laughs> He's failing miserably at his performance and trying to Quintus is Servilia's husband. That's a lot of words, Servilius. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> during that, I would definitely lean over to America and be like, when Marcus is able to move, bring him to the keep as well. Along keep with it the Deca here as well, right? Yes. Thank you. Cinepage. Uh, make sure Deca from the... Uh, Decury is there. Okay. Is there, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're posted now. Yeah. They're, they're there. Um, like I said, that you're you're just a bit down from the from the larger of the two barracks, so yeah, you have plenty to draw from. Okay, events move forward. You do uh, manage to get the bulk of Marcus's kith and kin over to the keep. Um, I'm gonna I'll skip over. I mean, I'll skip over some of it, but essentially, you can imagine how the children are feeling about this. How it's you know re uh, it's frightened them. Uh, some of them all over again. Uh, since are either of you gonna try to gonna try to allay their fears as they go over? Or are you gonna leave well enough alone? That's your job. Yeah, that's that's my job. Patron <laughs> Patron is not gonna dive in with uh-huh. gas on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will say, are we taking that main road down? Are you taking that main road down? I think she will because she's surrounded by so many people. Okay. Um, but she, I, she's gonna sneak a peek. She's gonna sneak a peek and see if she can see anything in her 
Okay. Old sailors. Okay. Um, make an investigation roll. Let's see. Uh, 19. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Really? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you do find something. It may not be what you're expecting, though. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> so, so it's one of those things, Anika, where it's just as you're passing the hut, and you you glance down at a particular angle, and it's one of those angles that you're going to lose almost immediately mm. as you're going to, as you're as you're going down because of how the huts are how the huts are constructed, and what you see is a young, uh, lissom, sun-haired priest. I knew it. This bitch. I knew it. At, uh, at the same point, not where you were assaulted, but where you first met Finney. And he's, you just catch him, he's kneel, he's knelt down on the ground, his eyes are closed. He has a sketchbook open, but it's not used right now. And he's he's touching it almost as though he's touching a sacred site. Wow. Creep. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. And then uh-huh. and then you and then you lose the angle. But I saw all of that, right? You it it's it is in your vault of a mind now for as long <laughs> as you care to have it. Okay. Um she's gonna run over there. Oh, okay. Oh, you, sorry. You, okay. Yeah. Sorry, right, guys. <laughs> uh, do you, my underwear. Do you say anything as you see? <laughs> as you see, Kevin, you're leading. You're leading them now, anyway. Yeah, so. I'm leading. And I'll I mean, be I like clock it, it and okay. I kind of Children. stay back a little bit. Okay. Um, he from the t- from your time with him, you know, he's he's fairly alert. You know, he doesn't just kind of wander. Oh, I'm sneaking. Wander confused, but he doesn't. Um, you don't need to roll. Okay. Because he's uh, the hut itself, shutters closed, which is a little bit weird, but mm. shutters closed, doors closed, because of course in Germentum, shutters shutters closed means you're not receiving visitors, and it's in the middle of the day. So even for your family, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Not unheard of, but a little weird. Mm-hmm. And you see him. Uh, yeah, he's. Excuse me, and he's he stays there, and you uh, you come up to him. How? What angle do you want to do you want to take? If you're coming up to it from his left, um, I kind of want to like go a little bit behind him. I want to push him. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, that's no. That's, she's she's very angry. That's, that's fair. Because uh, he's knelt like he's kneeling. Down. He's, yeah, yeah. He's he's knelt. He has he has his hand in, and as you come up to him, you hear him, and you can hear a shudder in his breath. Um, and as you get, as you're, as you're about to push him, you hear him say, how alone she must have been. Okay, you push him over. Yeah. Make it to, make it to hit roll at advantage. Advantage? Yeah. I got 14 and yeah, one. One, okay. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> we'll take the, we'll take the 14. Keep. <laughs> He does have his wits enough that he uh, he doesn't just freeze. He he spins and and, is, and has uh, has this book out like like a shield <laughs> for a second on his back. So you've been following me my, my whole life. My whole life you've been following me, and you come here to this spot. Why? 
Katrin, you're here. The images that you had in that book. How did you know? How were you there? You're here. I'm sorry, I, I... Don't say sorry to me. Meant to find you. Explain yourself. I... I wish I could. He starts to sit up. I... This... this Hurry up, I don't have time. This is the first place I, I ever saw, but... It, I didn't have, I didn't know how, I was too young. I was just your age, a bit older. I've seen you my entire life. In dreams, in visions, in how? How? Yes, yes, yes. That's, call it the sight, call it some atavistic dream walking that those of the old empire are not supposed to be able to engage in. I, I don't know, but, but yes. Ah. He wipes some tears out of his out of his eyes and turns away from you, briefly. I, I cannot believe you've caught me out like this. I, my God, this is embarrassing. Embarrassing. This is ridiculous. So what? You came to Jeramentum for me, or you came for a different purpose? No, I came because his grace sent me. Because the missionaries out with you, Tini, I need to tell him, need to tell all of them how how they served or did not. Meeting you, I didn't know you were here. I didn't know. I thought I was mad. I thought that you were some sort of some sort of succubus that had been planted in my mind or or something <laughs> well look at you you're not you're not you're you no shit who else would I be a figment of my imagination of my of my most fervent desires of my most secret dreams Someone that had a mind that was equal, nay, surpassed my own, who cherished wisdom and knowledge, as he reaches under and he takes his candle of faith in silver, the third light. All of that, but you're more. Look at you. You're chosen. You're wonder of wonders. You are a will worker. I compliment me. Compliment you, and now, now he he stands up and dusts himself off. I speak truth. What do you? Would you deny these things? You don't have to here. They won't chop your head off or any of those sorts of things. Yes, but in the future, what's going to happen when these things change? I've been asking myself that as well. I, I don't know. Even you can't know that. I can try. She's gonna walk away. What? That's it? <laughs> uh, no. No! 
and he's, 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 he starts, he has to jog. I assume you're walking pretty quickly. I am. I'm, yeah. yeah, you're walking you to kiss. You're walking I, I, to I, was, I was watching very, like, slowly. I'm right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to walk up to Wesa. Like yeah. yeah. Okay. And so. kind of continue to walk. Okay, he's he's uh, he's keeping he's keeping pace with you, and he says everything I said was true, every syllable of it. It it's it's come to me in flashes and in visions. Sometimes when I'm looking into a pond, sometimes when I'm writing, sometimes when I should be meditating or praying, and it's not the face of Quailathon that I see, but yours. She's gonna turn around and face him and say, "What?" What do you want me to do with all of this information? What are your expectations for this? Because I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Until Attende, I didn't know that you were real. I don't know. The first commandment of the Third Light is that we bear our ignorance before Quailathon. And so here I am, bearing my ignorance before you. Kind of nudge Katrin. Meet me later tonight, outside these walls. There's a hut. Meet me outside of it. I will. I suppose this is a bad time to tell you that I have a gift I never thought I would deliver. If it is another book. It's not. <laughs> um, Adrian, lovely to see you. <laughs> We've got to go. Right. It's, a. Uh, it's a poem in a dead language I reconstructed. Oh my god, she's gonna walk away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, Dad, I always get that wrong. Stop, 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 wrong. Okay. Uh, Be safe, lover boy. Yeah. <laughs> if I heard any of that. You do not hear it. <laughs> Damn it. I wish you did. I oh, really man. wish you did. But I'm glad you did. Things are a little too, too serious. For that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Spock finds love. <laughs> Miss Spock, in this case. <laughs> you, uh, Marcus, you're. There's a persistent. So you and Alba are floating. Underneath the clouds, you're on the favorite, that favorite grassy knoll. Mm. It's springtime. It's actually just a little bit past this time of year. The harpesia have uh, have abated. They're screeching, and their patrols. The clouds are wonderful today, and you can hear your the love of your life's goofy little giggles. The only time that she still gets to be a kid when she's pointing out. And that one, ups, that one looks like, oh, I'm not going to say that one out loud. She turns to you and she whispers something between not necessarily husband and wife, but between two lovers. I laugh, I blush, I laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says, but, but not quite big enough. Oh, and you, and something keeps keeps jostling you on the on the right side. She's to your left. <laughs> she uh, she she curls she curls into the crook of your arm. When you think we'll have our first grandkids, Ubs? Mm, I don't know. Two years maybe. I mean, Livius is near there. Mm. We'll get him a wife first, of course. But you know how that goes. Of course. 
I do. Well, little official village girl. She's seen that on him. Can I admit something to you, Ops? Of course. I wondered if one of the traitors going up and down. Mm. You think? You think sometimes they're, they're even they're even women. I don't know. I'm just thinking our folks as folks. They come from they come from Regium. Mm. I wonder wonder would be good for him to be married to someone not us. Of course he'd be better if we're married to someone like us. It's one of us. Mm. I suppose you're right. Well, I suppose at the end of the day, whoever he sets his eyes on will support. And she'll be damn lucky. She will be. The jostling. You're cracking eye at that. <clears throat> okay. Marcus! Marcus! And you see Servilia's uh, hatchet, not quite hatchet face, but sharp, sharp features, sharp nails that have started to dig into your arm a bit. Like, like, stomp it, please. Oh, right. Well, these two are saying you need to sleep it off, but I just want to make sure you were, you were, you know, still, still kicking. I'm kicking. <laughs> sort of laying at the moment, but kicking. I should look down my chest at this point. Uh, you're you're expertly bandaged. Mm. Mm. If you'd like, I can show you how you can tell that he's still alive without waking him up. Mm. And putting your nails in his skin. Yeah, just be lucky I'm not putting my nails in your skin. Mm. <laughs> it's, <really> a... <laughs> it's fine. You say laughs. She stay, she stayed right next to the cot that you're on. I'm looking around for Alba. Alba's uh, Alba's actually she's she's right next to you on the other side. She looks kind of dazed right now. Mm-hmm. Reach over and take. She it. hasn't noticed. Okay. Reach over and take Servilia's hand. So it's like one of these said. She Servilia grabs you, Alba's Oh oh Ubs. Ah. <sighs> And there's, there are paragraphs, pages, chapters communicated between the two of you. Um, we knew it was coming. That's why we left. Faster than I thought. Yeah, we're the first of many. The way your lord was talking, this is his wife. Maybe the last. Girl can hope. Mm. We need to prepare. Training, defense, things like that that can keep us alive in a situation like this. My concern was only you. Oops. Remember when I told you that I'm gonna want fires? Why are you thinking it? All right. Great. Get you signed up soon. Nick, a moment, please. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Servilia just looks at you like, yep, and gives you a little nod. Ooh. Um, okay, so you're approaching the keep. And actually, no. Mm, hold on. 
How fast would that have happened? Not that fast. Okay. No, you make it to the keep. You make it to the keep. Uh, you're inside. Where do you want to put Marcus's, the um, bulk of Marcus's kith and kin, Tony? I'll probably have them outside. Like, <clears throat> just to start until Marcus and everyone arrives so I can dress them all in the yard, but also keep a really close eye on everything in and out. Okay. Reading their lords, tension. Uh, you see more archers, Kithki and human both appear mm-hmm. on the walls. More Myrmidon come out around you. And uh, make an insight roll. Uh, 11. Okay. There's something, you can't put your finger on it exactly, but there's some kind of um, anxiety that you're, some strain of anxiety you're not used to feeling amongst these very well-disciplined troops. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I would um, have them be walked into the hall then, sit into the, and have them kind of protected. Through the courtyard and into yeah, the keep the itself. And the okay. Keep itself. And is uh, Rutilius there? I would imagine he'd be by there. Unless he's still doing... Um, he... Uh, you don't immediately see him, although you... Uh, you hear a ripple a murmur coming from inside the keep. And... Yeah. Yeah, because you got delayed there. So yeah. there's a ripple murmur. Just trying to keep all the logistics straight in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear... Uh, Domini from inside, people falling back. And then you feel the presence of Titus Invictus of the old lion before before you see him. The old man walks uh, through. How far, how deep into the keep did you get? Uh, I would have been the first one kind of leading in. <clears throat> so I'd probably be about 10, 15 feet in front of the Polexians. Okay. With Jerem and a sword on my back and blood on my hands. <laughs> walking okay. into. Uh, he walks we'll and we'll go and fight. Yeah, and just give the proper respects when I see him. He gives you a single nod, a single slight nod. Looks back, and you see one of the uh, one of the nenas, one of the older Kiski women who had uh, foregone awakening. She seen plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes. Not scurrying up, yeah, but, but she, I would immediately decide. No, she comes quickly. Like, uh-huh. She takes him, yeah. and he does not castigate you for having a child, for whatever's that. And actually, and as you think about it, this man of steel who doesn't, you know, you're well aware of what he, of how uh, cold, short. Well, how short his tolerance is yeah. for things out of out of out of joint, as he would put it. Um, he's never he's never castigated you for having Jaron with you. He, on this occasion, he just touches your shoulder, you're his now, and he starts walking out. A lot of you remain here. And they may not understand patricians, but they understand an, a 20 charisma and a 20 dignitas in his own time and place. And they just, they kind of shrink away even, uh, even the more boisterous of them. Shrink away your men protect them, make certain that our word is good. And he starts walking out. Walking out of the courtyard, like out to the... Mm -hmm. He shouldered me to follow him. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, as I'm walking past them, I would kind of like, you know, 
nod head, and then when I made eyes with them, a quick wink, but just still walking behind him. Like, he has right. a scroll in his hand that's fresh enough, Donnie, that, and was written so hastily mm. that the ink is bleeding through. It was not properly blotted. Mm. And Livia's... You don't see Livia right now. Um, you can't imagine she's going to be gone long. You do, however, see uh, Third Sergeant Paulus with your grandsire. Third Sergeant of the first century. Uh, a dowdy individual. Without going too much into him, I'll just let you know. He is a former gladiator. He is an escaped gladiator from Leptis Regium. And he is built like a brick shithouse. Yeah. Sergeant Poulos? What? Nobody. Uh, and he's coming, he's coming right along. As you come out, uh, you see in the courtyard there's a little bit of confusion and there's some kind of squabble that had started at the gate and as soon as the two lords adjournment and come out, silence falls, the squabbling immediately stops. Uh, your grandsire doesn't even acknowledge it, he just keeps walking through, they open the gate so he never, he never breaks stride. Um, he hangs a left as you leave the gate and starts heading south. Yeah, I'm falling behind him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see Third Sergeant, uh, Third Sergeant Paulus's deckery mm -hmm. uh, had arrived outside, and they fall in uh, to one wing as you're moving. <laughs> as you're moving, Donnie. It's the only time I can't talk first. So there's <laughs> another. <laughs> as you're moving, you are quickly joined. Maybe another. Maybe another. 20 or 30 yards uh, down the pathway. You're quickly joined by a second decury, uh, Fifth Sergeant Hostis, who was also born in Leptis Regime. You're getting the Regium crew mm -hmm. because you get a third decury of Fourth Sergeant Statius, who turns in a very different character from the other two. Uh, and uh, Statius, you know, lived as a starving urchin and is an escaped slave. So you have quite the little quite the little cast from mm -hmm. Leptis Regium. Uh, you had your you had your embrolio over at your hut, so you're a little bit behind, although by the time they're walking, um, that does take long enough that you can catch up. You see this much larger than anticipated entourage leaving the keep where the where the smaller gate disgorges them disgorges maybe 15 of them quickly picks up to 30 and uh, um, and maybe maybe as many as 40 and they're heading they're heading through uh, they're heading south mm -hmm. and uh, toward toward the armory um, brewery etc and he's just just headed on down and you see the old, I mean, you, you know Titus Invictus on site, obviously, everybody does, but you have a personal, a personal recollection of him Sadoo. battling the three ladies and test, testing their mettle. Never forget. What do you, what do you all do? I'm gonna uh, try to be sneaky and follow, but from a distance. Okay. Wesa? Hang back with Katrin. Prowling? Hmm? Are you yeah. prowling? Yeah. All right. Make stealth rolls, you too. Prowlers. The Prowlers. Thirteen. Um, eight. <laughs> okay. A wink was enough. I got this. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're prowling along, and usually, 
usually have no trouble with this, mm. but <laughs> there's a part of you that's badly distracted right now. And your foot fetches up against a loose, uh, a poorly constructed mound of colon fruit that's been, that's like uh, adhered in the mud right now because it hasn't, hasn't finished drying. Uh, so you don't, you, fortunately it's adhered in the mud, Anika, so you don't smash the whole thing over, mm. but you fetch on it. You're like, okay, I gotta, gotta get, gotta get myself back here and falling a little bit further behind. Um, as you're moving, you uh, do see a number of civilians that eventually becomes roughly equal to the mir- number of Myrmidon here that are hustling. You hear, you're hearing murmurs. Are you going to try to tune into the conversation, or are you just keeping perfect military bearing? Perfect military bearing. Okay. Yeah. I know that he would I'd be reprimanded every day of my life if I would. <laughs> you know, so okay. Kind of drilled in. Can I hear them? Uh... Most likely, actually, no, you don't even need to roll. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, Darkport Sidebar, if you guys are joining in music tonight, you can purchase it on iTunes, Spotify. Steve Gerns is a wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the fifth sergeant? Uh, the fifth sergeant was uh, Hostess. Hostess, yeah. Rabble, 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 rabble. What's gonna happen? You do the uh, the two of you do notice that a lot of the people who seem to be following in tow have several of them. I would say maybe maybe ten of them, maybe ten to fifteen of them now have a wooden eye that's around their neck. Mm, okay. Is that new to me? Uh, the wooden eye. Um, you're not. You're not sure what to make of it. All right. Hmm. You get to. Do I know what that is? I. Uh, you. You probably do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There. Hmm. <laughs> 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 this is quick. I just like keeping Donnie in suspense. It's not Da-da-da. fair. It's great. I'm just happy. Catherine called me a lord today. That was kind of nice. I lord Titus Cloud. Yeah, oh, you had to. Worst. Okay, likely story. Worst, too. <laughs> Worst. Garbage. Hi-ya. Worst. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh, you pass by <clears throat> the fields. You see the, the plowing that's that's been going on now. Course, there's the most the, the most famous field is outside of the walls, but which is still a functional field. But the ones that you're passing by now are larger, more important in many ways, at least practically. And finally, he uh, this pretty solemn procession. He makes it all the way to the uh, to that shrine, Donnie. Yep, flight shrine. Yep. yep. The smallest, mm. uh, constructed only of wood, as is their want. Mm. Uh, least impressive, no steps. In fact, it's quite humble. It's well maintained, and it is spotless. It's spotless, but there is absolutely no adornment on it at all. In fact, an outsider who wasn't used to the twelfth light might might hardly know that 
this is even a shrine. Yeah, a shack. A well-maintained like a, shack. Looks like a, a large, well-maintained, right. Yep. Some, some, some sort of shack. You also know, um, uh, past because you have a passing familiarity with this, you also know, and Katrin would know this too, that when the Twelve Lighters gather, they do not sit, because one does not sit in the presence of divinity. Mm-hmm. So... So sure, yes. You might kneel, but there, but you will not find a stool or a pew or anything in there. And finally, he gets there. The lion, the old lion. He turns. He looks like a to describe him to the to the audience, since this is actually the first time he's been on stream. He, in many ways, he resembles. He's he's clearly related to you by blood. But he came, if you came from the fire, he came from the sun. Mm-hmm. And in his youth, in his prime, even well into his, uh, into his fourth decade, fourth and, and fifth decade, he's now 77 winters into his journey, almost at the very end, he was considered a, a, a striking man with piercing blue eyes and hair of sun that he eschewed doing anything with, but still had the vibrancy of not just a chosen warrior, but the undisputed great of his generation. And you know, this is because you do, even though you play it being ignorant, you do have a pretty impressive knowledge of history. Mm-hmm. You've done your reading, and even from sources hostile to him, a lot of in a, a lot of estimation is plus one generation and minus generation. Yep. And fear as much as they respect him. And he just, he sits there, Donnie, mm. this... This aid, this old titan, and he waits. Yeah, I wait beside him. More of these hand, hands behind his back, aquiline features up, staring off into the distance, waiting, not moving a muscle, almost literally not moving a muscle. But for his breath, you would think that he was that he was catatonic. A statue. <laughs> A living, a living, breathing statue. Yeah. More and more of these people come, and then it becomes obvious to everybody that they're wearing these wooden eyes around them. Most of the most of the people here, not all of them, but most of them are. That was him. You can hear him. He does finally sigh toward the end, although you're the only person close enough probably to catch him. Rutilius, by the way, mm. did make it here. Mm. And uh, he and your sister, Livia, came in one another's company. Her young, uh, her younger handmaiden, Atsadi, came with her as well. Uh, a number of her, um, a number of her uh, scrivener staff also came, although they're, they're hanging way back. She does not approach you and she does not go up to her grandsire while, while this is going on. Mm-hmm. And he says he knows it was him. What's that? What did he say to me that I only heard? Uh, come again? Oh, never mind. Okay. Must have misheard it. You're good. So, um, he, at last, when they are about, this is so crazy, this is happening, and, and a good bulk of the city doesn't know. They're about a, they're, they're close to 200 people who finally show up. Hmm. Uh, a good chunk of Myrmidon. So you have about 50 Myrmidon there. 
uh, 40 of them under sergeants from Leptis Regium. Uh, and the rest you have, it's hard to say exactly, but the bulk of the civilian crowd has these wooden eyes on them, which of course at this point your character remembers and knows is the 12th light, mm -hmm. the symbol of the 12th light, subservience. They would never adorn or bedeck themselves with a symbol of his radiance, of Quelothon's radiance, so they would not put a candle on themselves. That would be blasphemous to them. Mm -hmm. But they can be his eyes, as they like to call themselves. Usually outsiders call them 12th lighters, but his eyes. All right, you're being, you're being stoic. You're guarding. You're recuperating. You're guarding, so... You two are the only two members of the fellowship who can basically act as they like. Is there anything you want to be doing while this is, while this gathering is happening? Um, I'm going to walk up and stand next to Livia. Okay. And she is um, north of the shrine, mm -hmm. Anika. Um, still close enough to hear everything. Uh, she nods to you. You think, perhaps gratefully, that you're there. Wesa. Where's Rutilius? Until, uh, until just a few moments ago, he'd been standing with Livia. Okay. Although it's some unspoken telepathy of a 60-plus year association. Rutilius at Vorn, the Seneschal of Germentum, goes and steps to his, begins making his way slowly over to his master, but you can pass him in have words with him before then if you want. Yeah, I'd like to just like very coyly bow my head and, and, and speak to him almost sideways. He he uh, he takes advantage of his advanced years and he <laughs> coughs and <sighs> pretends to work something out on his thigh as you pull up alongside him face up the other direction. Sly, as always. <laughs> Rutilius, with, mm. with honor, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. The people seem scared. With good reason. I hope we can turn this blade aside, Wesa, and that this is not a charnel house and stays a shrine. I will do what I can, mm. as I always have, and as I always will. Please utilize me as needed. I will keep an eye. He turns to you then a little more openly. And if you allow it, he actually sends a powerful message by putting his hand on your shoulder in public. And then... That's why I love him. And then he turns and he... Uh, Livia nods at that interaction. And he shuffles over to the side of his life's worn of his life's worn lord. Hmm. Invictus starts staring down the crowd, and there isn't an eye that can meet his. I'm not going to sit in front of you and give you a long involved speech. The last words I had to say in that regard passed my lips thirty winters ago and lie buried with my son. 
I will say only this. In that shrine, it's treachery. The slaughtered body of a beacon. Not my faith, but the faith of most of you gathered here. Your Templar turned on his sacred charge, struck him down, and then attempted to make my word and the word of Germentum dirt by killing someone who has been accepted as a citizen. I know some of you here think we have allowed blasphemy into these walls. And by the lights of the great lady, Bipsania Drusa Marula Zosh, you are allowed to have those thoughts. What you are not allowed to do is to slaughter your own beacon or my citizens. That, that will be a price. Is the man responsible for this treachery, blasphemy, betrayal? Is he in the ground, Commander? Yes, Lord Titus. And are the people who aided and abetted his foul decisions also in the ground? From the four that were with him, but not those who may have planned. Understood. But the hands that were raised are all dead. Yes. A feast for the crows, as it should be. You have a choice ahead of you, Twelfth Light. His radiance. And there is a murmur of something in the crowd as he addresses them in the way that they think of themselves. The radiance of Gwelathon. I do not know these things. At the end of the day and at the end of my winters, I am what I was born, a warrior, and I will die a warrior. I am not a theologian, I am not a beacon, I am not a philosopher. Perhaps you are his radiance and truth on this earth, and perhaps not. That is not for me to say. It certainly wasn't for Templar Cassius, who's now oathsworn and correctly dead. Your choice is this. Before the sun sets, make peace with the fact that my progeny and heir, the commander, acted correctly and in accordance with our values here of Germentum, or leave. Titus will take a small step forward. There's a quavering, yeah. There's a quavering hand. Yeah, I'll take a small step. Starts, but go ahead. Yeah. It's been four years since blood has been spilled inside of these gates. A son. And I look over at Titus and I'm like, a father, anyone who would ever raise a sword inside here will never be welcomed again. Do with that information as you wish. You may be banished. But I will not put you to the sword if you swear now, from this day until the end of Jedimentrum. There's some tears. There's more quaking. There's more consternation as they look at each other. Invictus takes the scroll. Back in line, Commander. Let me add this to the scale. This is a list drawn up under a legal order given by my commander 
This list has the name of everyone here. I know what the great lady who co-founded the city with me would want me to do with this list. One of the one of the lantern bearers runs up. Puts it in the lantern. This is me giving you your life back. This is me giving you what Leptus Regium will never do. You all know that. And most importantly, this is me upholding her dream. Decide. As the flame comes over his hand. He doesn't move it. Mm. He's got in excess of 300 hit points. He's fine. <laughs> and it just burns around the hand and burns. So for the rest of for the rest of this encounter, it burns around. The hand that was quavering goes down. Asked, asked and answered, wouldn't you say, Quintus? Domini. Let me be the first to decry this this heinous action. And one of the Scriveners, who's also a 12th lighter, who had his hand up, he runs forward mm-hmm. and he throws himself on the ground. And um, immediately several, uh, several other go up. Uh, there are several of them who look, about 10 of them, who look antsy and they're waving. Uh, roll for your grandsire and see if he reads the moment correctly. A seven. He does not. Oh no. Does anyone else? Rutilius. <laughs> Thank you. Rutilius says, as you catch, and he catches your grandsire's hand coming down to his gladius. Yeah. Domini, uh, perhaps we can allow that dozen to see the body of their fallen beacon. Oh, right. And Rutilius goes around. He uh, he looks over. He locks eyes with you. So I, I come over? Okay, yeah, you step forward. And you guide about a dozen of, for whatever reason, you don't understand their customs, but they must see the body of their beacon even in the face of death, even in the face of banishment, whatever, and they go inside the shrine with you. Um, and I'll just say it is it is as the old lion said. Um, there's not much to the shrine, so it doesn't take you long. It's not like you have to go on a hide-and-seek. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, for what it's worth, the death was swift. It must have, it must have come in a single moment. Mm-hmm. A single violent, outrageous, oath-breaking moment. And... <clears throat> Do I sense they are mourning properly, like normally? Make an inside check. Hold on. We're having issues today. It's Hold okay. On. Look. <laughs> it's okay. I don't see anything. I mean, it's an eight. You. In my insight, but you, because you have, because you have a super, <laughs> super strong insight. Uh, you're walking in, and I know, uh, I know, uh, faraway friends. We didn't, we didn't play through this. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll try to keep this brief and then maybe we'll revisit this actually during the, during the vignette. Oh, spoiler. Uh, 
you... Now you have to step There's the creak of the floorboard. There's the smell of hard copper and also the emptying of bowels in the last moments of life. Mm. And it takes you back, what do you say? It takes you back to another set of creaking floorboards and desperate, vile men doing desperate, vile things under cover of darkness. Mm. And you uh, make a wisdom check, and I want to see if you can abide being inside of the shrine or if you have to retreat. A wisdom check? Yes. That is a 16. Okay. Uh, how do you steel yourself against having this horrendous memory thrust itself up into your consciousness? I grip it. Okay. As much as I possibly can. Okay. I don't want to change my frame. Okay. Outwardly, you remain placid. placid. Um, Rutilius looks at you, and you know he catches some kind of internal struggle, but he obviously isn't going to undermine you and doesn't say anything about it. And he just goes over. Uh, the one who is the most insistent, he actually takes him by the arm, by the back of the arm, and leads him right up to the body, and then gestures. Uh, the man throws himself on top of the late beacon and begins weeping, <sighs> which breaks two more of them. All men who had come in, by the way, breaks two more of them. As that's unfolding, more and more of them are stepping forward. And after the original scriv Scrivener and his compadre, um, dozens of women come forward swiftly and uh, greatly outpace the men. And they just say, we want to be here. And he, he, nod, he nods, impromptu, unspoken. All of them start circling. They still don't touch him. He probably wouldn't allow it. Mm. But they still circle, and they see he locks eyes with each of them. There's a shudder. Um, we don't really have a quote-unquote leadership skill, but, Donnie, I need to see how you're holding yourself. Okay. So make your uh, make a make a persuasion, make a persuasion, um, and because you have a, held your a, held your dignitas well, put a, a plus one on top of whatever the normal persuasion would be. Uh, that is oh, that's good. Sorry, that's seventeen. Uh, twenty six. Wow. Uh, no, twenty seven. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn! If only it was a twenty six. Yeah. That's only Catherine's system. Wow, 27. 20, no, 20, yeah, 27. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I know that's really high. But yeah. No, you got it. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not. It's, uh, it's 17, 20 through 24. Yeah, 24. 24. My bad. Yeah. I went the other way. Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, shit. Um, still, time I will roll that high. Still outstanding. Mm. You hold yourself. You hold yourself as the heir of Germentum. Mm. Uh, and at some point... Hold off on that. It does extinguish around his hand. Mm. His hand, by the way, is unmarked. Oh yeah. So this isn't the first time he's done this in front of me. Uh, it's intimidated me my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm used to it. No one else's. <laughs> they they go through, and you know, in these late years, especially if they haven't lived in Germentum their whole their whole life, mm -hmm. they don't see your grandsire. Mm. He has semi-retired, husbanding his strength for whatever is to come. 
Mm -hmm. does not take the field often. When he does, he's devastating. And in fact, the the point where you almost died at 13 winters is, was one of his last, you know, kind Patrol. of regular patrols mm -hmm. out there. But as these people come are coming to, more and more of them with tears in their eyes, uh, the one of the women says, it runs strong in, in, in your family and house Vorn. Hoelothon blessed thee, although I am unworthy to ask such a thing. But if it pleases him, and if it pleases thee, I, I, and she, she has her, her baby. She presents her infant daughter to you. To mm -hmm. me? Yeah, what do you do? You're welcome, citizen. And then it's kind of made the eyes next, kind of like... Yep. Yeah. She uh, she bows her head deeply. A few of them who were from Leptis, who were from Leptis Regium, civilians, they give you something you don't see in Germentum, a full a full bow of a former a former slaves to a patri to a patrician, almost in obeisance. Mm -hmm. They're almost on their hands and knees. And in this instance, your grandsire allows that. Do you? Yeah. Okay. This continues on, and you hear the Scrivener who started this, the Twelfth Light Scrivener who started this, mumble something about the irony of twelve, twelve of twelve. And when you look back, perhaps Livy at some point will tell you that there were, within the city, there were 144 Twelfth Lighters. Mm. Exactly. So at the end, as the civilians mill around your group uh, inside of the shrine has come out, um, and Tatiana, as this goes on, a second group comes forward at some unspoken, and then a third. So in total, there are three, three groups of between 10 and a dozen who come in, and you show the body. Uh, one of the youngest of them looks confused, like he wants to ask you something, but doesn't. Um, and no, 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 just, just wait, just wait. Now is not the moment. Read the, read the fucking room, fellow girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. So, <laughs> and then finally, finally, the all hundred and forty-four of them go past him. Mm. Dismissed to the civilians, and they scatter. He turns. Sergeant Paulus, I dominate. He runs up. You of the twelfth light, I am Dominie. Your decury. There was a scuffle. The commander had his intent clear, and yet your decury balked. Explain yourself accurately and succinctly. Dominie, the fault is the fault is theirs in that they valued their bonds of brotherhood over the word of your heir. But the fault is mine. 
in enforcing that. It should be my head that you take. Damn straight. Dismissed. Huh? <laughs> he turns and he, he runs with his life. Yeah. Uh, and you see the 50... You had never truly appreciated this before. Maybe you had, but now you have a visual. You have at least five sergeants out of the Myrmidon, out of only 40 mm-hmm. that came from Leptis region. Actually, you have more than that, but five of them are here. Mm-hmm. And all five of them came in solidarity with their decuries. They didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. But they all came. Uh, And uh, the former... uh, Actually, nope. My bad. Um, I may do that offline, but the most most cerebral and reflective of your centurions, who is the centurion of all of these sergeants, has also arrived at Zilu. Mm-hmm. And he waits for his moment. He's hanging out, probably close to Livia. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out and waiting. Um, there's an understanding that there's going to need to be discipline and order restored throughout the ranks. You know this. Since you're right next to her, you 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 catch Livia's. So. Sanity prevailed. She's gonna, Catherine's gonna grab her hand. She's all about hand holding tonight. Mm. She is. And she's gonna give it a good, a good squeeze. Uh, because she is a rustic patrician, and because she is a woman, she can do that without degrading her dignitas in public. Mm. Oh, God. And you are her advisor. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, you didn't, but she would have snatched straight, she would have, she would have <clears throat> yeah, suddenly had to, suddenly had to scratch her, scratch something, but. <laughs> She has that. She's also beloved. Uh, she gives you a squeeze back. Um, there's a lot more I could say about that scene, but I have one last little have one last little surprise. So he holds forth. Your grandsire does his fist, his still closed fist, mm. which has stayed clenched around the the now just smoky remains, the ashen, smoky, crumbled remains of the scroll Mm. this entire time. He says, that this takes your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have put my hand down. To his, is not the dream. And he puts your list, what remains of your list in your hand. And with more tenderness than he has ever shown you, Donnie. Mm. He gently. Oh. It's, uh... And the dream is still good. Make an insight check. Ooh. I'll let you have it. Yeah, it's a 2019, right? So yeah, 18. <laughs> Shit. He's a lot of things, but he's not a liar. His deception is actually one of his lowest scores. Um, 20 charisma, but nothing else. For just a moment, you have a feeling that 
he might actually cry. Yeah. He does not. When he walks back, he does not go back to the keep. Do you know where he goes? Yeah, I do. Okay. Mm. Goes to the crypt. Yep. Does it start us along? Okay. What do you do? Uh, as, he ha- as he was handing those over. With the protected, yes, you now have the last vestige of these Burt names that you ordered written yeah. in your hands. Yeah, my hand in on that, I would have been like, I close with the soul, not the faith. You don't even know if he hears yeah. you. But I needed to know that. And with that, I think Titus would probably just hold it, slowly turn it around, and kind of put it into his pocket. It's very odd, but holds on to it. Uh, and then with the rest of the remaining ash that he has on his hand, just kind of like moves it away like that. Just kind of make black, makes his face a little blackened, and then he'll go off. Livia comes up to you silently, mm-hmm. and she she mirrors your steps. Your twin does, and she walks beside you. So, uh, mm. Nalishly. <laughs> yes, hello. Hi. How are you doing at the West Gate, baby? Uh, it's all good over here. It's we're good, all good we're, over we're, here. We're, we're good at the West Gate? Okay. I think by the time of that, it would have been a page to send her to come to the keep when they were leaving as well. Um, well, Malishly has yeah, a little, if I, can get, if I can get my act together over here. Um, let's see, there are many, one of my players, one of my precious, precious, lovely players, was remarking about how old school, upon how old school my situation was here, which is a true thing. There are many, and there are many wonderful things about old school. One of them is not necessarily finding the uh, correct character sheet amongst hundreds of them. So, uh, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you see... <laughs> it's all fine. It's, it is kind of classic. So, um, you see... This has all been, this has all obviously been public. <laughs> You're doing great. Really? I should just, I should just like give you the freaking trivia questions now because I'm going to forget it, but okay. No, no. <laughs> We're not doing that. We'll remember. Okay. I love it. Um, You're at the gate and the Kithki, well, this super concentrated situation is going on in one corner of the city. The Kithki are literally spiritually and emotionally on the opposite end of it. You hear them partying, dancing. I mean, it, you're away from the bonfire, but even though the um, it's not nighttime yet, the day is wearing on, you can see the, bon, uh, you, the, the bonfire has been lit. It's only going to grow. You hear laughter. You see their, you see their bizarrely squat and yet, and yet nigh preternaturally graceful bodies running up this greased pole at an angle, and and some of them don't get very far. Psh, some of them get farther. Psh, nobody yet that you've watched uh, uh, gets to the end. Spoiler alert, they just get drunker and drunker and higher and higher as the day goes. Chew a little glimmer grass, drink some, drink some, uh, some peated beer. You know, yeah, glimmer grass. Don't do it. <laughs> no, so high tide they're not going to get any more graceful than they are right now. Not a good time. <laughs> and you see, uh, you can't quite make out what's on the pole, but you know from uh, from Wasis' friendship that the Kithki place 
what they consider uh, uh, an ascending hierarchy of treats on the pole. Mm-hmm. And that if you can make it to that point, you get to, you get to snatch these delicacies off the pole. Mm-hmm. And the very last one, supposedly, every, every awakening, Publia of Publius Pastries comes up with something brand new to put on there, and you get to be the very first Kiski to eat it if you can get to the end of the Gostropole. It's some mighty motivation. So while that's going on... <laughs> How far away is that pole from me? Uh, you're at the west gate, mm-hmm. and they're all the way... All the way. They're all the way at the beach. So yeah. I, I can see it, though. You can see... Yeah, I mean, you can see... There are enough of them, hundreds of them over there. Okay, but I... You can see their bodies. But it's... Imagine, like, uh, this kind of a crude example, but uh, imagine, like... Um, uh, what's the beach for uh, spring break? Uh, Padre, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just have all these instead of instead of college students, though it's a bunch of increasingly drunk and high kiski. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. cool. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> the grand old, great. yeah, grand old, grand old time. Um, mm-hmm. You're seeing a, a cart with a mule and. Uh, the um, yeah, so you you get there, cart cart mule, and there is a man there, bearded, bearded man, hazel eyes, uh, kind of light brown hair, who just walks up to the hut and kind of openly cases the joint. What would you like to do? If what do you mean cases? Starts starts walking around. Like pacing around? Pacing around. Trying to look into uh-huh. shutters. <laughs> We're not there. Wait a minute. Um, I feel the energy. <laughs> I mean, I'd be reticent to desert my post at the gate if no one has come to me yet um, to say I could go. However... If I'm seeing this this man right walk around to a place that I'm I'm staying at as well, then uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk slowly up to him. Okay. And so you you're coming up. He comes back around uh, from the back. He's at the he's at the porch. Open up, old man. I know you're in there. I can smell you. Who can't? He's gonna go. Yeah, that's fair. You're not trying to prowl or anything. You're so high. Openly coming sure. up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna openly come up. <laughs> All right. He tur- he turns, clocking you. Sir. What brings you out here? What manner? Of, it doesn't matter. My own business. My own affair. What is now my affair? As I was watching you stroll around the place that I stay. What business brings you here? This is your home as well. Occasionally. All right. Then I'll answer you occasionally. You have no, you have nothing to fear from me. God's damn. I didn't know they I didn't know they made them that like that anymore. And he uh, he walks around you. He's about your height. Nice little, nice beard, nice beard, nice beard, tawny, uh, tawny skin, well, well tan. 
has a has a lean athleticism to him. And no, those are on the character sheet. I'm not making them up. <laughs> and, uh, and he does not uh, bull past you. He walks around you. Walks around me. How close is he to me when he's walking around me? I uh, far enough, far enough, Allie, to not be invading your space, but also, but close enough to still, to still make the point of not being deterred by your presence. Mm. Hmm. Got a risk taker. Uh, I'm gonna kind of follow him with my body. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna. Is he continuing to like go around me in a circle? Or is he walking around the house? He's actually, uh, he's actually headed back over to over to the gate. Over to the gate. Yeah. I'm gonna follow him. Okay. Slowly behind him. Uh, I'm gonna call it again. Where are you going now? Does this count as part of my occasional answer? Not anymore. This is part of the frequent answer. I don't think he turns to you. I don't think we'd establish that part. Let me introduce myself. My name is Nalishli. What's your name? Here in Leptis Regium, across the river. Which one would you like? All at once. <laughs> That's more than you can handle. Well, I don't, probably. I don't believe so. Call me Griff. Griff. Short for Griffin. Do you know Figulus, Griff? Yeah, I do. And what do you think? A lot. I think... I think I need him to make things right. And I think this time he's going to help me. And That's what I think. She's going to just, like, uh, come a little closer to him. What, what's gone wrong? and what needs to be made right. I don't think that's a tale I can tell here, but if you'd like to hear it over some peated beer or maybe calling fruit wine. No, peated beer. Hmm. Are you going into the city? No, I think I am. Didn't think I was half a torch ago, but now I think I am. Hmm. I, can I see that there's not many Kithi walking through the gate? They're pretty much, they've pretty much come through the gate now. They're like, it's clear. Yeah. It's like part of the beach. Yeah. Tell you what, Griff. He does, no, he, he chuckles, he, he chuckles, he chuckles at that. Tell you what. Yeah, Nilly. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. A beer sounds great. However, I am charged with the protection of this gate tonight. The whole night? The whole night until I am relieved. That's a shame. All right. I can help. Oof. I thought you had problems. He leans against the he leans against the wall. Eh, a few of them just evaporated. And one of them isn't going anywhere, and he looks back at the hut. Make a Make an inside check. I know it's minus two for you, but I want to see. You never know. You might get a 20. One. Oh, one. Boo! <laughs> oh, the opposite. That's so got me off guard. Wait, 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 wait. You, yeah, oh, what's 20. going on here? Not natural. Not reduced. So I'm, I'm just going to say this. <clears throat> you, you are a divine construct. Mm-hmm. 
you were also made in the form of a human. And you do not feel, you do not understand what you're feeling right now. Being in close proximity to this man. Mm. And he kicks, he does want to, uh, am I going to PO Justin? Yeah, okay, I will, I'll do it, I'll do it. Sorry, Justin. I just <laughs> just want to share this, because this is classic. We got the We got the gate. We got the gate here. We got the foot up. We got the lazy lean back. Ooh. <laughs> you got a coin? <laughs> too thick? Yeah, that's they're too cool. Riff. <laughs> um, uh, uh, tilt the hat down. <laughs> exactly. He says, ah, too bad. Not cold enough. And I'm not that interesting. I was going to give you, you know, my cloak on some pretext, but it's to weigh. What are you going to do? You can keep your cloak. Yeah, I think I will. I kind of like it. I do not often get cold. Maybe you have other errands to run in the city tonight? You came here for a purpose. Don't let me distract you from that purpose. Uh, nah, yeah, and I'm good. (laughs) Oh, boy. And he pulls out a little half-finished figurine. And he just starts whittling on the figurine. I feel like um, Melissa is a little... It's some kind of creature, by the it way. It is? Okay. Yeah, some kind of creature that he's whittling. Do I recognize that creature? You do not. But you probably will by the time he's done with it. Okay. Uh, I just, yeah, just to say, I think Melissa is a little aggravated at this point. <laughs> sure. um, and so it. she's just gonna, she's gonna post up next to the fence and kind of like occasionally look over. Okay. The the decury is looking on. Uh, they have the sense not to not to comment. Uh, there are some murmurs. It's probably it's probably just as well that they keep their voices down. And as we get ready for intermission, we will leave. Uh, we will leave our various people there. And it's a question. Uh, I'll say, just so that, <laughs> just so that, <laughs> no, no, it was, good. No, it was, it was, it was going to happen. Um, it was, was going to happen. No, I'm, that's that's good, Corey. Uh, see, that's 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 called, that's called that's called a real life assist action. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to say just for uh, continuity's sake, because I don't want to be I don't want to be a liar jam. Um, as the as the day goes on, I'm going to say you get caught up with Livia. There's a yeah. lot of 100%. there's a lot of fallout that happens from there. I mean, I, I skipped over a lot, but obviously she has to make the rounds. She has to talk to community leaders. She has to make. There's a whole back end. I won't even say back end. There's a whole half that goes on with the women of the Twelfth Light because they were caught completely off guard. Yeah, this happened, you know, so quickly. And I'll be by her side the entire time. I don't think I would leave her. And they're and they're reeling. They're reeling Anika from the fact that a a beloved beacon. A, what just happened is unthinkable to them. Mm. That that their most trusted protector turned on turned on a on a beloved figure, and you know slaughtered him. And there's the very real question of okay, who's gonna you know, who is going to continue? Mm. Who's going to continue their spiritual lineage? Because they're very serious about it. Um, anyway, so yeah. that that's going on. Uh, so eventually, Griff uh, finishes finishes with the figure, and he says, 
All right, you smoke me out. And he flips it to you. And he okay, he says, I'll spend one last night out in the stars. And then uh, tomorrow I'll find you. I don't think there are too many people. I don't think there are too many people who will uh, not be able to point me to the to the Amazonian silver lady. I'm going to look down at the figure I caught. It is a creature. I'm going to say that one of the priestesses knew it. Uh, it is a griffin in flight. Uh, and that way... We can skip. Uh, we can skip a little bit of time. Um, Allie, maybe, maybe we do a sidebar. I'll figure out how to handle that. Con- I'll figure out how to handle that conversation because uh, I don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat you out of that. But the next time we play, I just I don't want to be cheated out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'm intrigued. I think we're all <laughs> in the journey now. We are. Class oh, I just yeah. I just want to make sh- yeah I just want to make sure that we're we're caught up on the timeline yep. so that yeah so that we're all uh, so that we're all there. Okay, trivia question time. Woo. Yay. Yay! And uh, uh, Tobias had the excellent. Our sister producer had the excellent idea to do tr- two trivia questions because. We uh, we need to give those gift cards out. Yeah. We're desperate to give those gift cards out. We want to give. We want to give. So the first question is a repeat. Uh, it will be hard because it was not. Uh, um, I'll give. I'll give a hint. So first question will be a repeat of last week, which is um, about Brother Gaius. So Brother, or uh, sorry, Beacon Gaius. So Beacon Gaius was the one who threw himself down to intercept a probably probably lethal uh, extra bit of damage to you, um, and who you brought basically brought back from the brink of death. And he's a sojourner. He did not appear in this episode, though, because he was... Uh, busy contemplating having a mini, not crisis of faith, but having a, a serious talk about, you know, this is all on the same day. Um, what light does he follow, uh, either numerically, or what light does he follow by um, by description? So one word description. They each have a uh, each have each have a description there. Um, I'll even say if you know what color his candle is, we'll go we'll go with that as well. So that is the first trivia question. And then the second trivia question um, might be hard because it wasn't it wasn't said this session, I don't think, but it's good general knowledge. Uh, what is the name of Merrick's wife? Mm. My cousin. I think that's fair. That's I think that's fair. fair. My baby. And <laughs> other than I oh know, I mean, I mean, she's been with you through thick and thin mm-hmm. for thirty winters now, and nobody else wanted you. And everybody else is, oh. and all the other, <laughs> say that. all the other, well, Jesus. and all the other women, and all the other Kithki women of your generation were frankly afraid. So yeah. no. she was not. Yeah, that adds up. So when we come back, we will have a vignette, um, and we will see if we can delve into a particular corner, a murky corner of Germentum's history. Ooh. Ooh. History time. Love that. Right. Love that well, history uh, channel action. Other, yeah. other than that, I'm not, I think we're, I think we can go to intermission. Well, all right. If not, then you guys will just see us milling about and <laughs> being silly and, uh, and laughing it up over here and it'll, it'll be what it'll be. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And we'll see you back in, Roughly, roughly 15 minutes.
three. Howdy. Welcome back. Um, thought I heard something. Something something interesting. Uh, hopefully we'll have some interesting things uh, here for y'all. Um, if uh, As far as the trivia question goes, if no one gets it in the chat, I still consider it live. So feel free to post a comment afterward and first comment. First comment on either of those wins. I think that's I think that's fair. So Wesa. The events of awakening, of rekindling, of the assassination attempt, of even Merrick's bizarre and somewhat shocking outing with the voice of Roth mm. that you have now heard about from initially. Mm. Uh, um, you... All of that is is behind you. Okay. And you are at the last day of Tawei. Mm. And on this day, when Lucida is bright in the sky, as it always is, because on the calends of the next month, of the next moon, it will be. Uh, uh, it always is. Always is, has a perfect, perfect circle of 30 days. And uh, the next month of greatest. Make a, make a history check, and that's how we'll jump into this. Six. So you know that the different uh, names of the moons, mm-hmm. they have different of the, of the months, that they have different meanings, uh, different significances. But uh, greatest, you do not. You don't know what the significance is of it. And you just may perhaps know, it, perhaps not, is the kind of lore that you would want to that you would want to know at some point. Mm. So you're there with Publia. You're having a nice, easy time with each other at this point. Oh, see, that's why we we're struggling because we didn't have the candle of tales. Left. I'm so sorry to the candle. Yes, the candle. My first candle time. Was. And I will just say, those of you in Austin, Texas, who are dealing with allergies know my pain. I am so snort, so so sorry that I have been snorting like an old empire pug, you know, trying to spare you snorting into the microphone. So we'll just continue to struggle bus our way through. Um, and uh, yeah, you're you're it's easy camaraderie now. Uh, it's old hat. You've been in the city for three full turns of the wheel now you're now moving on you know mm-hmm. uh, moving on with more several awakenings uh, you weren't there but you've gotten to live through your the first assassination attempt mm-hmm. yay all of that uh, fugue Nalishli's birth her, all of that uh-huh. and today is just a nice quiet normal day even the ripples even the shock waves of the um Twelfth lighters upheaval have started to dissipate. Mm. Um, and in an interesting turn of events, it may actually be to be fair to the to be fair to the twelfth light, those who follow the twelfth light, although their ways and their religion may seem extreme to some of the others, Church of Light, and certainly those outside of the Church of Light, 
there is a certain egalitarianism that they have, and there's serious consideration that in this dire moment for them, as a faith in the city, that the next person to lead them uh, may be a woman. Hmm. And that's that's what's coming out of this. Hmm. In fact, a woman who has recently had a child and has received a blessing from the House of Vorn. So, in this context, Publia is there, her longtime, uh, actually, well, her um, her devoted and somewhat longtime lover, Lamonius, is there as well, who's less than half her age. And he's just whistling, content, loving being in the company of these of these two women along with him, tall and kind of lanky, blonde. Even his family has stopped harassing you so much they've just given up against Publius' constant, her constant smile, burying them with kindness. Hmm. Lemon? Hmm? Yes, my dove? Hmm. Lemmy, would you go outside and maybe, uh, I think we need... I think we need some more firewood soon. The stoves need stoking. Oh, uh, right. And he gets up and wanders out through the back, through their cha- their shared chambers. Lisa, as she's puttering around, kind of, she's getting getting some of the goods out, putting them back, getting some of them out, putting them back, really just fluttering and playing around. As mm-hmm. she does sometimes. What do you do in what do you do in moments like this, where it's kind of a lazy day, mm. awakening is gone, and you just you guys are just kind of going through the motions of work. Yeah, I like to like twiddle with things and just like organize my space, close my eyes, watch, just watch Publia and Lamonius do what they do. Okay. Very chill. And you have, of course, Maya, the leftist terrier of the shop. But she's, for once, she's not jumping around. Mm-hmm. She's actually, she's she's slowing down a little bit. You've been here long enough now. Mm. You can start to see the gray around her muzzle mm-hmm. is there. She's not a puppy any longer. And she's, she's sacked out next to the aforementioned stove that needs stoking. Mm. It doesn't really need stoking. Sometimes I'll bake, too. <laughs> sure. It is, after all, Publius Pastries. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, I think today would be a good day if I could ask for a favor. And what might that be? Hmm. We may need, we may need quite a bit, Lemmy. Right, right. gestures for you to to come over. I was thinking about three winters back there was an incident, more than an incident. There was an upheaval in the same way mm, no, greater magnitude than what just happened with the Twelfth Lighters, darling. I would like you to see if you can solve a certain little mystery for me. Ooh. Challenge accepted. 
I was hoping you'd say that. I've gone so far as to ask Lady Livia and Seneschal Rutilius if they would be open to accepting your company today. Of course, you're the lady's handmaiden, but this is a particular sort of interview. One does not, of course, interview patricians lightly, but you know all of that. Of course. They weren't called patricians in Tijuana, in the city of your people, but basically that's what the priestesses are there, more or less, wouldn't you say? Yes. So, what I would ask you is this. She leans quite close to you. Her full lips, even well into her sixth decade, still holding a certain sumptuousness to them. See if you can find out who killed Lord Falco Simber. Hmm. Who killed Lord Falco Simber? Oh, yes. And who might he be? Why, the father of your leader. Titus's. Mm. And Livia's. Well, this is quite a big task, then, isn't it? It is. Hmm. What might you think I need for such a task? Certainly your wits. Anything else? <laughs> your adorable little smile. She gives you, she pinches your, pinches your cheek, not hard. You're right. With that smile, sweetheart, you can get anywhere you want to. It's true. I should know. I used to have one just like it. <laughs> and you see her dimples appear, her her uh, her baby blues just shining with mirth. Mm. This is a this is a woman who loves life. Yeah. Even now, especially now, probably. That smile is still there, Publia. Oh well, we just have to excavate to get to the girl who wields it, huh? Mm. But for you, no. This is the first blush of spring. What a wonderful time of life for you. Truly. I mean that. Mm. Well, go and see. And I uh, I promised Rudy, Rutilius, I promised him I promised him some of my cider Colin fruits. So mm. here you are. Don't eat all of them. Ah. <sighs> You know me well. She gives you, she gives you the waste of tithe, so she gives you some extra so you can munch on them as you go because they're so, not otherwise they're not going to make it there. So grateful. And with that rather <clears throat> large thing ahead of you, she just turns and starts humming and oh, Lamonius, no no no, darling, it's all right. Here, I'll come and help you. But you're such a delicate creature, my love. Oh, you're right. I might hurt myself. What was I thinking? <laughs> Gosh, she rules. <laughs> we'll see you later then. <clears throat> you have this moment of she nods happily to you. You have this moment of juxtaposing her with the magnificent 
relentless creature, that bodyguard, that really, that protected Figulus Neus and Crystal Remembrance, how she shielded his body mm-hmm. from what must have been close to a ton of exploding shard and mm-hmm. was still able to physically pick him up and get them out of there when he had been rendered insensate. Mm-hmm. And here she is just looking like a Mother North in her bakery. Leave the you leave the bakery. What do you do? Well, I make my way to the keep. Easy enough. You're there. I'm there. You're there. <laughs> okay, and what do I see? When you don't want to be disturbed, you're not disturbed. True. And you're you have your public, your almost flawless public persona. But you also still have you and all the training that went into that. Mm-hmm. So people's eyes slide off of you as you get over to there. Even the, you're not even really challenged at the gate because they know you as the Lady of Germentum's handmaiden, one of them, older of the two. So you're in there and it looks, it looks like a mostly normal day. Wonder of wonders. Mm. Myrmidon are training. Mules are, mules are doing their thing. Mm. Just taking a scan of the space, taking it in slowly. Just everything's slowing down a little bit. I feel like I'm taking in all details as I'm getting into this mode of mm, like deeper sensory, deeper mm. sensory state. Um, and I'm led towards. The quarters. Okay. You cross the courtyard. You go into the dark, cool, calm stone of the keep. Uh, one of the first, uh, well, actually, one of yeah, one of the first permanent structures, and certainly the grandest for decades. And Germentum, still the most defensible. And you're in the stronghold of this branch of House Horn. Mm. Who would you like to seek out? You know, you know where to find Livia. You know basically where to find Rutilius these days. You also could probably find Titus if you wanted to, although he's more elusive. And if he's out on patrol, then rough. Mm. I'll start with Livia. Okay. You appear in your mistress's office. And as always, there's commerce, activity, uh, not the master merchant, not the overbearing master merchant today, but a collection of fishmongers. And they're explaining their situation to her. She's listening very carefully. Looks up. Oh, Waysa, by all means, come in. We were just seeing to a certain little affair. Mm, I... So, you said that his stall was encroaching on yours. Um, well, here are what you've agreed upon, and here are where the stalls are located now. But, but Domina, no. These were attested to. You see this, signa- this signature, this signature, and finally the lead scrivener. I'll have no more of this back and forth. You're clearly in violation. Here's the contract. I've read it to all parties concerned. And 
this is the way it's going to be. Anything else would be ludicrous at this point. This has already burned up nearly nearly a ten day. And so she just runs she runs through that. Uh, finally, even with some sullen looks, yes, Domina. And they leave and petty minor order is restored in Fishmonger's Cove, with one stall trying to encroach on the land of another stall. But these are how but these are how small irritants build up over time in a community. Mm-hmm. And these are or these are how small bonds are made. Mm-hmm. Of trust between uh, leaders leaders and their subjects and between the fishmongers themselves. Make a quick insight check for me. That is going to be a sixteen. Okay. You're just as a almost on a lark, you're trying to read the one fish the one fishmonger, burly fellow, um, later on in life to see if he knew that he was full of it. But your attention is already focused on the lady. Mm. Although that in and of itself, you wonder he keeps himself very steady. Probably a good liar. Mm. Difficult at cards. Mm. She says, I understand. Oh, uh, thank you, Scribonius. Mm. I'll have my lunch now. Uh, I, Domina, were we still going to see the uh, the uh, the goldsmiths today? Mm. Bit rich for all blood, but I suppose we can get uh, prizes. Yes. Uh, did the Makayan delegation, uh, not delegation, did but uh, did that group make it here yet? I'm afraid not, Domina. Any word from Pollux? Uh, I'm actually, yes, uh, should I? It's fine. Uh, right, um, handmaiden, he steps in. She says, uh, briefly, if you would. He says, uh, well, uh, Zahar has, uh, set up a, an outpost in Pollux, and it looks like they're undertaking, um, annexing it. Oh. Huh. Really? So, that's why the delegation was delayed. Understood. Thank you. Uh, your report? He says, I I have it ready, Domina. Better and better. Hmm, even before the dawn. Well done, Scribonius. Thank you. Vale. Vale, my lady. Handmaiden. He leaves. Door closes. As if the situation wasn't complicated enough. So, the hall wants an outpost. Why? It's on the wrong side of the river. The trade is no better, arguably worse, than their own homeland. What in Quailathon's name? I'll ponder it later. I don't mean to disturb you. Is this a good time? Wait, sir. If I were to wait until all matters were swept from my desk... I would be a crone by the time you got back to me. Mm. Speak. Well, first, thank you for your your graciousness. Um, Perhaps you already have a sense of why I'm here. Practicality more like, but yes, I do. (laughs) Because Leah had an interesting request. Aye, it appears it's time to understand the past. And I don't know much about your... Your father, your 
the man that created you, but is there anything you can tell me? An interesting way to phrase that. What would you like to know? Well, I'd like to know... The door starts opening. Ah, that's Saudi. Thank you, your younger counterpart that she actually had first as mm-hmm. a handmaiden. Wait outside. Uh, make an insight check. 20... Math. 23. Oh, yeah. Even with the 23, the, mis- <coughs> the mistress, and this should tell you something about Lydia, you cannot read. Um, however, she's as good at what she does as you she's are at what you sister. do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, however, at Saudi, mm-hmm. 12 winters old, she she does have some poise, Tatiana, but that you can that you can pierce. She's surprised that her that her mistress, because remember, Livia has gone out of her way to include at Saudi mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the handmaiden, so that resentment doesn't generate there. Um, but she does. She's surprised, but she does not balk at it, and she trusts her mistress. You see, with a twenty-three, you can read. There's surprise and then trust, mm-hmm. and she shuts the door. Please go on. I'm curious to understand the last, if if possible, the last mm, chapter of his days. Was he in knowing danger? Was there... And and what happened? To be honest, I have no recollection. I have no knowledge. I've been set on this treasure hunt. Well... Perhaps Publi and I shall speak anon about her interesting sense of humor. His last days, his last night. Quite a thing, you know, for the heir of Germantrum to end his life in a pantry. Better said, to have his life ended for him in a pantry. I suppose I cannot fault Publia for directing you to me, as I was the person who found him in such a state. I'm sorry to hear that. As you can imagine, it was difficult. Wait, sir, I won't lie to you and say that there's no... What's that Kifki saying? There's no good... There's no good putting sugar in with the vinegar. The fact is that my father and I had our difficulties... He was, after all, a Vaughan Lord, and it may have not escaped your attention that that particular subspecies of a subspecies tends to be rather intractable at times. Mm. My own brother, of course, a sterling exception. He is perfect and flawless in all ways. Oh. <laughs> and you can feel the, the warmth, the love. When she says that, even even with the light just to it. 
My mother was, I suppose, even worse, and I'll spare you having to go and collect the gossip that still runs through these halls. It was only three winters ago. She... The details of her final days I do not know as well as Titus. But if things... If I had certain difficulties with my father, then it's apt to say that I had... Make a persuasion check. <clears throat> 24. I had, I suppose, a kind of unspoken war with my dame. War? <laughs> oh, Wesa. Is it about you? Everyone wants to confess. She was plebeian, you know. There were no patrician women. Or men. Not here. Mm. We are far, far from our bloodlines, shores. Fang Prime is a distant memory. There are what? Two now left? From the diaspora? Mm. My own grandsire and Seneschal Rutilius. I believe all of the rest of them. All two hundred and more who set out have met their end, one way or another. More than half of them at the Battle of the Bloody Shore. So, when it came time to wed, my father, his options were limited. Obviously, I wasn't there. But he, he chose my mother, Lady, well, at the time, not Lady, Portia. She was blood from the diaspora, born of original settlers. Striking, poised, intelligent, but... Well, I almost spoke ill of the dead. There were limitations, Wesa, and what she understood about her world. Mm. And there were further limitations on the stories that she told, not so much others, but herself. My brother is so sentimental. We women are supposed to be weak and emotional. Yet he is the one who took her pendant. Mm. She followed the sixth light, love. Upon, hmm, I actually can't remember quite when, what the occasion was now. Odd. Is it our birth? Something else? I should know this. And he wrote, he gave her an actual ruby to make the hand, the candle rather, of Quailathon. So there is a ruby candle. Or was. Haven't asked Titus about that. So. He saw 
everything. You can ask him the details mm. of his demise. But that was the context. I hope that helps. Is there something else you need, though? I don't want to turn you out without contributing. Do you know anything of any trouble that either might be in amongst the people of Geramentum or other foreigners, perhaps? That was the thing, Wesa. This keep is quite secure. There are ways in and ways out. But in case Titus does not wish to go into this sort of gory detail, I will tell you one thing. And you can rule out poison or some sort of fire fire derived well working, such as Katrin can do. Mm. His demise was from patently obvious sources or source. His chest was staved in, was stove in. Tremendous force, as though someone had taken a, a mole to him, mm. not just someone. In fact, at the time, if memory serves, there were, what, three, four men who had, who were judged to have the physical strength to do him in in such a way? His wounds were ghastly, ghastly. Mm. Not just dead, but the instrument had actually punched through him. Mm. Horrible. Rutilius did, the Seneschal did look after. He confirmed that there were no hidden marks, that someone had not done this to attempt to obscure his demise. He searched that my father quite thoroughly. Make a roll. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, I love when you do that. Nine. Okay. There's a slight tremble when she's relating all of this, which obviously is understandable. Yeah. There might be another layer to it. It's hard. Mm. And you know that Livia is well capable of answering you truthfully mm. and yet keeping her own counsel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mistress, lunch. Understood. A moment. I. My... My wonder, if I'm hearing you correctly, do you believe this was one man or that of many? It would seem to me that perhaps we could miss the hatred in one man's heart. But to miss the hatred of four, five, that goes beyond, that strikes me as not credulous. Mm. Or not credible, I should say. Mm. So, that, I do not know. Our elders at the time, there was talk of 
bringing in the grannies, of course. I think they would have come if I asked, but my grandsire, Titus Invictus, seemed oddly resigned. Mm. Resigned? Handmaiden, you've known me now long enough. I choose my words with care. I hunger. Would you like to share in my repast today? I believe we have some excellent cut of Arpo. While I do very daily appreciate the offer, I must continue. Understood. Quail eggs. I'll send some quail eggs along as well. I was promised. Um. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you, Domina. I know this is not the most pleasurable subjects. It's not. But I know that your mentor, well, that truly is what she is, would not set you on such a thing without good reason. And although she has concealed her deeds, you know she doesn't appear in any book. I happen to know to have some small insight into what she has contributed to the survival, not just of Geromentum, but indeed all of mankind. Mm. When the moment when the moment came for her on multiple occasions. She's quite a special one, isn't she? Yes. Yes, she is. Mm. Vale, Wesa. Vale. I'm gonna go look for Titus. Okay. Um, on this particular day, Fublia chooses her shots. Titus has promised his sister that he will catch up on some must-be-absorbed reading. Mm. Now, <clears throat> she, she took some of the sting out of the blow because she's giving you a military history. And but it is a history mm -hmm. and it's pretty thorough. So it's it's a bit of a slog. You're like, yeah, yeah, when do we get to the fighting part? Mm -hmm. uh, and it is uh, I will go into probably more detail about this later because you you do have proficiency in history, don't you? Um no. <clears throat> okay. Um tactics though. Tactics. I think that's what we decided on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it so it is a slog and you are learning okay, so you did not know this ahead of time. You are learning about a whole massive civilization that the old empire had to duel with on their portion of the continent, much back in their history. Much back in their history. But that the the other civilization was mighty enough that the outcome was not certain. Mm -hmm. At the time. And time or year? Uh, they actually had several bashes, but you're looking at roughly, this is about, this is roughly 2,200 winters back. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. 
and you had no idea because the narrative that you've been given basically your whole life, although you're connecting a few things that Rutilius has said over mm -hmm. the years and a few things that your grandsire said over the years, but basically the narrative is that the empire just sprung fully form from yeah uh, from greatest Magnus. This is the history they wanted to die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no one was ever against fake prime. Uh, and this particular scroll, because it's not uh, it's not a full book. This particular scroll came from uh, Lady Vale's hand. Which means that she wrote. You see, she has beautiful handwriting, beautiful um, flowing handwriting, almost calligraphy. Uh, which makes it harder for him to understand. But he, he appreciates how great it looks. <laughs> um, uh, different from your sister's, not as delicate. Mm. It's a bolder. It's a bolder hand. Uh, but you know that that means that she traded. There was some kind of trade. So mm. this is basically veiled. You know, quote unquote, paying penance for whatever she asked. Sweet. Love you're doing. Yep. So you're there. Uh, you get directed to the young lord. And this is the room, this is the uh, joined room mm -hmm. that you and Livia used to hang out in together. And so, how how is Titus positioned? It will be funny enough where you're like, oh, he had a much do this reading. However, uh, when you knock on the door in front of the table, you will see a standing high chair and germs in it and I have him wearing armor and I'm going through talking him through it and he doesn't understand anything but he's just holding on to all the anything he can <laughs> and it's just like and then that was in fact like he's actually super interested because he's able to communicate that information mm. to him and there's like just handmaids and Ramadan just sitting on the side like you know but me the baby and me are super engaged he's a oh <laughs> isn't God, that adorable you just, just melted my heart Donnie thank you for that I needed that tonight uh, you, but germs and about. a thing, but thought that they were incredibly impediment. Yeah, just like, and then they swept across the land, like just going through the history and trying to entertain. The baby's just laughing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. Like, and I'm like, as if I'm having a conversation with him. He's about three moons now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's just like holding up his head, just laughing, kind of giggling. Sweet. Come in. Yeah. Are they? Uh, Oasis. <laughs> um, am I disturbing you? Is it okay for me to. Yes, absolutely. Come in, come in. Okay. And I start like trying to make myself more lordly in that. And I like take off the helmet off of Jeremy. Put it aside. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna A say, baby leather helmet. Kind I'm, of I'm gonna say one of. I was good, just. You, you caught that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say one of the uh, Kithki leather workers yep. made a little baby. A little baby cap for him. Mm. Uh, the Nena, one of the Nenas reaches for him, and you have to help yeah. her. Oh, yeah, I'll take him out of that and be like, let's go through a little uh, history lesson. I love seeing you read. <laughs> I believe you and Livia are the only ones to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, may I have some privacy huh? with you? Is that possible? Absolutely. Would you like to speak here and run the key? It, it is. It is up to you, but yeah, give us a moment if you wouldn't mind. And she, she trundles out. Uh, do you do you have Miradon with you right now? I'd send them out as well. Okay, but you did. You had, I think yeah. that honestly it would have been the one charge that Livia would have in charge of the military to make sure that I was actually reading. So those were her two to make sure that I was doing the work. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I, would, I wouldn't have my men there, but hers. Right. For I sure. I promise he'll get back to his studies really. Quite soon. It's quite riveting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they bow. Yeah. Uh, they bow and leave. Uh, Wait, would you like something to drink? Oh, I'm. 
well, okay, just, what do you got? Yeah, just a <laughs> little thing of like, you know, mold wine or anything that I have, like mm. a sipping drink, not a peep beer. Do you want to describe the room to, to her in a far away? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the room is going to be Titus and Olivia's kind of twin base room. In the center was like the hearth kind of open fire where they had their own independent rooms. And that was like where they'd be studying, where they'd be reading, where everyone would be teaching them everything. A small kept library. And her room is obviously more regal, well kept, where his is almost like a barracks, but his bed is still really. You know, down feathered comfort and all that. The major difference that you'd see from this in all of his life is that there's a really well made cot standing outside of Titus's room where he sleeps now because the crib is his. Because Jerem has taken over. Jerem has taken his over in my room. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it's just kind of always disheveled but organized like a guy who organizes a tool shed. I know where everything is, but at the same time, it would look like absolute chaos. That's a good, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a good And then thing. on Olivia's side, everything is perfect, you know, no, three decimal yeah. system. Yeah, three yeah. decimal. Yeah, she has it all laid out. <laughs> Love that. Yep. Like wine, PP, what would you like? Um, dealer's choice. Fair enough. Then I pour wine, Waco. So mm. it's a pleasure. Thank you. I'm here on some, mm, a bit... Ah, sensitive, sensitive task. Um, Publia has sent me out to to explore and inquire about the death of your father. Yeah, she would be the one to do that. I am hoping to solve this mystery, and I I've just spoken to your to your twin, and I'm curious if you are willing to talk to me about this. I can't see why not. He's not going to come back. Mm. I... I guess what did Olivia tell you? What, what questions do you still have remaining? I will just interject here. You would also know that his mother uh, came Passed. deceased at, shortly Passed. after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I know that he passed in a pantry and that your mother passed... Shortly after, I know that Livia found him. I wish I would have been more. I can imagine. And I also know that there was some tension um, between them and your, your sister. Not between my father, but between my mother and her, yes. And your sister spoke of a, a horrible amount of force being used against him. Uh, I hold up my hand and all you see is a, a big, perfectly cup scar that almost looks like it was put together. I was like, yes, I remembered well. I was holding my sword, not by the hilt, but by the blade, looking down. And you could see the ground through his chest. I can't imagine. I'm so sorry to hear such horrible horrible things. Um, this might sound strange, but do you have anything of your father's? Hmm. I don't believe I do. Might Rutilius? I believe Rutilius would, yeah. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Well, thank you. I don't have anything of his do. Oh, yeah, that's right. And unless you can think of something that you would reasonably would have kept. Uh, I, I mean, know. I'll allow it. Yeah, no, nothing. I wasn't very close with my father. Mm, and why might that be, if you don't mind my question? 
I think he resented being a Vaughn mm. as much as my grandsire loved it. Mm. He was in the shadow his whole, most of his life, until my uncle was put to rest as well. He I was see. left to his own devices. Mm. I understand. And do you have any idea why why anyone would want them, both of them, dead? <laughs> My mother's death is not necessarily a mystery. Oh. But Jeremantrum had its enemies, as it still does, and it's hard to say. We are a threat. And no one can kill my grandsire, so why not go for an heir? That was the only thing that we could make the most of it. When you say your mother's death wasn't, is it a mystery? What do you mean? She chose her path to the next. I understand. I'm sorry to hear that. She became dependent after my father. She was already dependent, but... Mm. Another time. But for my father, I... He was in the pantry. Great force. Yeah. And was it strange for him to be alone there, or...? Everything about Falco Gimba was strange. It was just... You know, the Lord left alone, truly. Mm. No one ever expected anything from him, so he never expected anything from himself. Mm. So he would go around places, no one would want. They'd bow, but no one would ask. Mm. He's quite lonely. I was just about to say, it sounds like quite a lonely experience. Hmm. Yeah, for most of that night, I believe it was the only time my grandsire was actually proud of me. Became very tactful and quick and searched the entire castle myself with him, following around, interrogating everyone there, but no one knew. There was only a few people that could do that. Outside of me now, or my grandsire, the most loyal of men to the city. Lepidus Major, I believe. Finney the Elder. Marius, if he was here. I don't remember Moria. Uh, it was a long night. Mm. And there was no disturbance in the security of the keep that day? No, I was awoken. Succumb and see my sister standing over him. Mm. Quite strange. I'm going to correct one detail. Yes, please do. Um, in case it's this is the this might be the player, Livia woke you up. Livia did wake me up. Okay, and then she didn't come back into the room. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So you can so yes, maybe his memory was a hazy, and then yeah. he corrects himself. No, Livia came to find me. Grabbed my sword and ran down 
She didn't enter back into the pantry, but I did. And stared down. He was quite small when he was alive, but it was crazy. It was very odd to see him smaller. Mm. I can't imagine it. And I, I won't ask any more questions. If you need to, I understand. Pruvila has her reasons. She saved enough to know why she'd want to know this. Well, I think I must go to Rutilius. You're more than welcome to join me, but I don't want to disturb you. I look back at all the reading that I have to do, and then I look at the empty chair, and I'm like, I'm sure Livy will make an exception, and I just immediately start getting ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, oh, mm-hmm. God. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's go see Rutilius. <gasps> Great mother! He's... Domini! It's the Nena. Mm-hmm. This is the most she's ever spoken to you. Yeah. Yes. She says, come and see! Come and see! Yeah, I run in. Huh. You you run uh, you run out and she's she's taken Jerem to uh, to a side room with a rug on it with the fur on it. I looked this up to make sure this was possible for a baby. That yeah, <laughs> three months old. I think it'd be three moons old. Be closer to six now. And you see him. Uh, you see him crawling. I said, look. You know that's. Extraordinary. Hmm. Um, I go. Can you please give us a moment and then go behind the doors and be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like and then just like comes back out and he's like, let's go see who Tilius. Yeah, just kind of brushes himself off. And Waysa just like notes that she's impressed by the heart and joy that Titus holds after hearing about this tragedy of his parents. It's just impressive. Yeah, it's old hat to me. <laughs> All right, and you you beard the old dragon seneschal in his den, or as the case may be, in his office, <laughs> uh, which is in a corner, in a quiet corner of the keep. It's not yeah, because his is under. It's it's not um, central, uh, and it also is on the ground floor. It's on the ground floor, the opposite side of the kitchen, but it's directly underneath uh, Invictus's room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as you uh, as you enter, you know you, you get through the pleasantries and yeah. uh, and you enter. He's crawling. Yeah, I just walk in. That'd be the first notice of that. <laughs> Domini. He's crawling. He'd be faster than you. Crawling. Yeah, moon or two. Uh, of whom do we speak, Domini? The. The boy? Yes. The infant? Yes. He does look a lot like you, an old man. Rawling? Yep. Impossible. I saw it for myself. Ways of confirm. It's true. Not just falling over. No, he's actually a little bit more mobile than you. I'm kidding. That doesn't take much these days, Domini. That's fair. I... I understand you would... (laughs) With the handmaiden of the mistress of my mistress of the Lady of Geramentum comes to me. Although, I wonder, are you coming to me as a handmaiden or as something else? I am here on a mission. I've been given an assignment. When are you not? <laughs> so I just kind of want to lean back and go, and then kind of see where those tart, that, <laughs> you know, and then kind of like throw one over to Rutilius and take one. 
<laughs> I can smoke. Not so old that he doesn't snatch it out of the air. <laughs> Probably always sends the pleasantries with pleasant people. <sighs> when you get to be 76 winters in a world where men die in their fourth decade. Deviltry, sorcery, delicious. I love that you are enjoying so deeply. May I please ask some questions, though? She got the spices just right. Just right. Seneschal. Mm. So... Lord Falco. Perhaps you know more than anyone about this occurrence. Were you by his side? This is the topic at hand. Well, she did say to prepare myself. I know a fair bit. My memory isn't what it used to be, my girl, but... I will attempt to aid you. I assume, Dominique, this has your full blessing. Absolutely. Probably has the reasons. The waste has a keen mind. She does. The mind that I saw on display, not a ten-day past. You kept your composure well on that shrine, girl. Mm. I know that was not an easy sight for you. I don't find it respectful to lose my composure around such emotion. Correctly so. How may I be of service on this day? So, Lord Falco, what was your relation to him? Did you serve him directly? No. Mm. No. Although, of course, he was a member of House of Orn, and I will go to my, to my creator, having served them with every breath of my adult life and most of my youth proudly at that. So, upon occasion, yes, I would... Actually, I was the one who taught him... taught him his letters, taught him his numbers. Not exclusively, but he had a head for math mathematics. And never did quite wrap his himself around the trade tongue. Uh, a few other academic curiosities, but you didn't come here for that. No. And his wound, I'm sure you inspected it yourself. Closely. Make an insight check. Eleven. It's it's happening again, where you're, you're a interpersonal genius, Wesa, and yet you're dealing with you with 60 years of experience on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just, if Livia's, you know, poised and has a smooth mirror, he's just some fathomless pool sometimes. he's He may be the most difficult person you've ever run into, aside from Publia herself, to read. Around them, surrounded by them. Yes, yeah, so just freaking um. surrounded by him. <laughs> His nasty level 20 house advisors and <laughs> others. Yeah. I love it. So what might you have seen in the wounding, if I may ask? Tremendous force. Tremendous. At the time, I reckon there were probably three men in the city who would have had access 
training, and means. That was no crude blow from a slaver, for example. Even, mm -hmm. even someone as powerful as Lepidus Major or Blacksmith or Senior Blacksmith couldn't have delivered that blow without an understanding of weight and leverage. Mm -hmm. And in the pantry, it would have been difficult indeed. It was unlucky. I never did understand why he was in the pantry, though I didn't even know he knew his way to the kitchen. Couldn't stand the back and... F he looks at you and he asks without asking if he has your permission to speak candidly. Mm. Size. And Maiden, he had no time for the, the business of running this keep, let alone this city. I told you he was good at mathemag mathematics. Mathematics, that would have been an interesting one. Mathematics, sums, and numbers, and that is true. But he had no desire to put that to good use, nor did any more than he had a desire to learn the, the trade tongue that would have accompanied that. We could have used someone like that, but it... Imperfect cavalier back. And he's standing right over here. Don't worry about that too much. What was that himself? He says... Uh, he I know says, you were mad at me that, but... He says back in cav Cavalier, the juice wasn't worth that squeeze, Titus. And then he looks back at you. You don't speak trade tongue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just that. I think he's sensitive. And I kind of look, child, a smile back. That is a tale for another time, and that tale won't be coming out of these lips. So I, yes, that's how it was then. And made noise. That's my estimation of it. And although I was never any great warrior, I could hold my own. And I have watched greater men than myself fight all, all the memory that I have. I can tell you. Personally, I think he was lured. Mm. I don't see any other reason. Mm. He would have been head deep in lentils. There's no reason he would have been there. He didn't like the hustle and bustle, the children, the yelling, frankly, the laughter. I don't know that. What might he want? Well, if I knew that, you wouldn't have to be here asking those questions, huh? Hmm. Rutilius, do you have anything of his nearby? Nearby? Around. Here. Define around. In close proximity. Hmm. I might. I'd We'd... love a look. We'd all love things, Handmaiden. We don't necessarily get them. Titus. I'm looking for any level of clue. Domini. I understand. Actually. She is Libyan. She calls you by your given name. She has chosen part of your fellowship. Would you indulge an old fool 
and tell me which one is more important to you. Hmm. The fact that she is a plebeian or the fact that she is chosen. The fact that she followed me into a home without asking and saw what she saw. I trust her with my life. That should be suffice, Rutilius. I would hope you would trust me with yours as well. And in front of another, I will never call you Titus. <laughs> Take note of that. He hands you something. He hands you a necklace, and it looks like a simple leather string with some sort of, some piece of wood, not an eye, but some piece of wood attached to it, so smoothed over by so much fiddling that it's almost, uh, it's almost been erased what it was. Mm. I'd like to just take it in my hands and even take, just see if my senses take me anywhere. And like ignoring that it was on Rutilius for any time, just trying to traverse time. It's a tall order. It's been with Rutilius a while. Go ahead. Uh, make two rolls. Make an investigation roll and make a check. What's that? Investigation first. <laughs> While she's entirely with that, yeah. I want to take two more of those treats and kind of like side them, push them over the desk to him. That's okay, like, thank you. And you know, it's something they've been doing for his, his whole life. Investigation is a six. Oof. And then what's the other one? Uh, religion. Religion. Or actually for your character, in, insight. Insight is... 23. So the feel, whatever whatever genius you have, which you do, uh, in spades, it doesn't come to you in a logical sequence. But what you feel in this item, and it's hard because, like I said, it's been in someone else's possession for a while. And these are these are subtle skills. I mean, they are part of your chosen heritage, mm -hmm. but uh, these are these are these are things to be done in the witching hour during fugue, that sort of thing. Right. But here you are. Mm -hmm. And there's something about how smooth it is, and you feel your fingers smaller than Falco Simbers, who was who was himself though quite small for a Vorn male. Mm. Still wouldn't have made him small compared to the populace, but I mean... I was Titus taller than him when I was 13. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all of that. And you can feel the nervous energy. Mm. The tick, 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 tick of him taking whatever this was and running it between his thumb and forefinger. So, goddamn often, Waisa. As a grown man, this took probably decades to wear it down like this. This is a hard wood. You know the trees around here. It's mm -hmm. the same wood that your staff was made of. This doesn't happen quickly or easily. Mm -hmm. 
and his anxiety there. That's all you can get. If I may speak plainly to both of you, I am trying to understand what a man that, who seemed so uh, invisible, <laughs> so alone, would be so scared. What might he fear? Was it his death coming to him? He knew? What lurked behind him? And if he, and if he didn't really matter, why such brutality? I just don't seem to understand. I was a young man, but I feel that same burden of being Vaughn, that I couldn't tell if it was for him. You, Dominique, have the heart of a lion, even though you have never seen one. Not wrong. Vale, handmaiden, I think it's time for my nap. Understood. Thank you. I give him back the necklace. He hands it back to you. And without another word, a stiff bow to you. A little bit more pain than the last time you paid attention to it. Mm. He leaves. He says a little. And he's very old school in that he has a sleeping alcove yep. attached to the office. Yep. That's it. Uh, and yields his office to you. There's nothing to hide. And you can look at his papers. His desk has almost, remarkably, for a man of 76 winters, his desk has almost as much activity as Livia's coming across it, but from the opposite direction. Um, and, in fact, to that point, Seneschal? Seneschal, I'm here for the pickup. Uh, mistress is asking for them. Yeah. Come in. Be quiet. And then we'll slowly kind of walk out while they're walking in to pick those up. Okay. And we'll wait until they exit, and then we'll close the door. So a page, yeah, uh, a page, this one, a, uh, a female Kithki, a girl, mm. looks around, scoop, scoops up, and Rutil, you may not have seen me pantomiming it, but there were, there were some scrolls that he was sending off mm. uh, to the side as this was going on, and I think I actually only got one in there, but anyway, there was a little bundle that mm. she collects, and then scampers, scampers out. All right, you emerge from the keep, uh, perhaps not much more educated, well, in some ways much more educated and perhaps no more closer in others as when you came into the keep. And you can smell the sweat and the sunshine and the honest competition between the Myrmidon, the laughter, the brotherhood, the vigilance, and above all of it, the pride. And since you did so well on that insight roll earlier, You don't have words to put to it yet, Wesa, but it just seems impossible to you. I think you know what I'm going to say. 
it just seems impossible to you that one of these men would have turned on him in such a craven, vicious way under cover of night. You know these people now. Now, your pe- now one of your priestesses might have done that to a rival priestess, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you just don't see that here, and you don't feel it. And your intuition tells you it's not here. Mm. No, Publio was expecting you back at some point today. How do you leave Titus? Of course, they bow to you. Yeah. But they sense they sense that something. It's unusual for you to be in a company of a woman by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they recognize you as the handmaiden, but you're not with Livia, so they they give you a wide berth. They're not on you. Domni, I I appreciate your time, your presence, and I must say I am I'm taken by this, and I. I won't stop until I have an answer. I hope today hasn't been too much of a burden for you. Absolutely not. I appreciate whatever this charge will be and how delicate you've been handling it. And then I want to lean in real close to her and be like, my mother was addicted to milk of the poppy after the death of my father. I held back everything from her and that is why she took her own life from withdrawal. Only you and Livia know that. I, what a, what an honor to keep your counsel. That's, I don't know why, but she never really accepted that he was gone. Mm. Thank you, Asa. Some of the Kithki archers are watching you, watching you lean in and whisper to her attentively. Mm-hmm. They smile to each other. Yeah, and as I watch her lift and as I slowly kind of move my back, make it a little bit more regal, and I feel their eyes on me, but and the see what they do. Okay, yeah, they, they, they all they, they pop back. and they all, yeah. Doo, 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 doo. I look back away, so like, yeah. And I kind of straighten and. Yeah. I'll be back to my stall tomorrow, everyone. Can't yeah. wait to see you. Yeah! yeah. Oh. <laughs> Of course, other other Kithki. Um, you, I mean, obviously, you can read the room, and the Kithki don't try to hide their curiosity the way that some of the men do. They're just very curious what this what this young lady is doing, or what this young girl, not lady, because that has the particular meaning in this world, um, is doing. You know, in close proximity to the Lord, mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. and you leave. I, I must go. be back to my reading. <laughs> just like kind of, yes. he, he actually hurries back up, like, <laughs> brother, he's calling. Yeah, you hear from he's the joint room. Calling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I book it back to Publius. Okay. I want to put that necklace on my altar. Okay. Um, and really ask the the deities for their help in whatever way, whether that's through dream, through vision, through sense. I'm just asking for help. So when you get back, uh, Lamonius isn't there, and he's taken the Leptisteria Maya with him, probably on a walk, or on some other activity they do. He, he loves the dog, and the dog loves him. So, um, But you can see your mentor's deft touch 
and she's doing something that she has never done before. She's sitting at your altar, waiting for you. She's not right at the altar, she's not in your space, but she is next, but she is next to the altar, waiting for you. You knew that I wouldn't really get very far today. Mm-hmm. So what, what is this game? No game. Publia. Ixley. Wesa. Do you have something to tell me? I have something to remind you of. Maybe to tell you, but I think it's remind you of. You knit. Have you ever done knitting before? I should teach you. It's an interesting activity. It's a funny thing about knitting, though. She takes a cloth that she'd been working on. You see this one sticking out? You see how the threads are cross-hatched? She starts pulling it out, and you see the cloth disintegrating in front of your eyes as her deft, as her thick yet still deft fingers wind it around. And in short order, you're looking at just a whole mess. She puts it in a ball and she hands it, she places it next to you. Figulus Neus passed away using Zed. Others have to weigh lives in the balance. Their decisions, what happened the other day with the Twelfth Light, all of that. What we have to weigh is what comes on what threads we pull on. You're only going to get better at what you do. It will be your decision, I think, not mine. I'm sick of those decisions. I've made enough of them in my life. I'm old and I'm tired and I'm still very good at what I do. But this isn't my time, it's yours. Just understand, sweet girl, and you are sweet. If my daughter had survived, I'd I'd like to think she would have turned out like you. Of course, she's never mentioned a daughter before. She wouldn't have been chosen, couldn't be. Not with me as the mom. Doesn't matter. You have some decisions ahead of you, too. And I weighed it. I made the decision. Hopefully the last of this sort. To get you ahead of what's coming. Ahead. That thread will be unraveled eventually. But it's the difference between us unraveling it or someone burning it in the hearth. One question. Yes or no? I'll answer. 
One. No games. No mendacity. No dissembling. Ask. Do you know... who did this? Yes. starts running around. My dove, I'm back. Crack, crack. I know, darling, and my heart is all aflutter anew because of it. She gets up. She embraces him in a shameless way. She looks over her shoulder. And she gives you a weight that you didn't have when you woke up this morning. And that's where we'll and that. You asked the right question. Mm. I was wondering if you were going to ask if she was the one who That's what I would ask. You asked the better question. <clears throat> the more important, the longer, the longer question, I should say. Mm. Better's debatable, but the longer question. <sighs> All right. And God damn, you suddenly get uh, uh, last thing. What does Wasted do with that thread that now means nothing to anybody other than you and her and your mentor? Place it on the altar with the necklace. Okay. Next to the necklace? Mm-hmm. All right. Like parallel. Parallel. Okay. Um... <laughs> Homework, Tatiana, mm-hmm. for next time. Can you draw me a sketch of what is on yep. Wace's altar now? Kind of like where they're hanging out. I'm feeling like that's becoming increasingly important. Uh, also, welcome to level three, my dear. <laughs> that's okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> great. Sure. Are you feeling? Are you feeling Please. hot? Do you want to? Do you want to roll your hit points? Now? I do not feel hot at all okay. today. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. We will do that. We will do that at the beginning of next stream. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, next. So we are still going to broadcast same bat time, same bat channel, uh, 1900 7 p.m. Uh, Tuesday. But because not all of us can make it for Halloween, we are going to be, because it's going to be on Halloween, we are going to be, as a troop, we made the decision that we are going to have a first for Darkport. Mm -hmm. We're going to uh, pre-record the session and then air it on at the the correct time. And And I am going to attempt, my dinosaur self is going to attempt to figure out the chat function and join the children in chat because I never get to I get never get to participate wow. in chat. Wait, that can be fun. That could be fun. fun. I love it. It'll be fun for me. Um, or it'll be a disaster. But anyway, it'll be, going to it'll be, be a, a very special episode. Very special. It is going to be a very special episode. Actually, do you want to do you want to let the cat out of, out of the bag? Where? Uh, the since you're, <laughs> since, since you're the you're the the, uh, the featured person. Characters will be dressed. We will be dressed. We will be full LARP. 
on yes. the Halloween episode. Yes. We have yet to see what dear Game Master will dress as. Secret. So that's a secret. But it's going to be really fun. Really um, campy, maybe. Can't wait. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hype expectations up. I am coming dressed. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see as water if it comes across. Otherwise, thank you as always for giving us the greatest gift that there is that one person can give another, which is the gift of your time. And as you go out on your travels out there, uh, plumbing mysteries or speaking truths. Uh, please stay well and stay curious. Thank you so much. Until next time. Well. <laughs>